everybody, and welcome to the giant... <laughs> You know, when we do this virtually, so bad. I can, I, I can. Have a mic, it's fine. No, but it's, it's people will still hear it. What's wrong with because you? Because he doesn't have a mic doesn't mean it's people obvious. won't hear it. It's obvious. We're in person. There's a dog here. You gotta, you gotta show what we're working with here. Right. Okay. So for the, <laughs> for the audio listeners, uh, hey, we're recording in person. Uh, hi. I'll get the duct tape. <laughs> Take care, of Dan. Episode seven hundred and eighty-eight no of the Giant you. Bombcast. Oh. No treat for you. I, I'm 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 your host Jan Achoa, and uh, I thought I'd I'd gather everyone today to just eat a eat a bunch of desserts, yeah. eat a bunch of desserts, Ooh. just have a good time. Hell yeah, Ooh. yeah, hell yeah. I okay. Can I before I introduce everyone? You know something that I've noticed that someone told me, I'm and sorry. like they they sat me down. I was like, Jan, this is a problem you have, and I was like, what? And it's they they told me you don't active listen you dip out when you're not talking you need to be more engaged and I was like yo dog it's because I've been working for three years over virt- like over Zoom so I'm not always gonna be looking people in the face all right go captain the ship as always Jeff Grubb <laughs> ah that's right I also don't active listen I have got things on my computer like video games and Twitter fantastic I'm gonna look at those instead hey look at that. Uh, we 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 got uh, the the big the the big dog himself, Dan Reichert. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Hey, hey it's, oh, do you, you hear like the literal worry in his voice, right? <laughs> No, he's he's doing that because he's, he's breathing like, heavy. Yeah, he's doing. That. You, I swear, oh. if you give my dog a heart attack, he's an old man. I know that's good. Uh, we, we we got Marty's father, uh, 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 man of the house himself, master of the house, master of the <laughs> house. <laughs> Jeff Bacalar. Hello, hello. This I I think today is going to be one of the more technically uh, impressive impressive yeah. podcasts. We got multicolored like XLRs. That's cool. Yeah. That's a big step. Yeah. And you know I don't really say this a lot, but okay. um, first of all, I'm so glad you guys are here. I love yeah. you all very much. This has been a great couple of days. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, and thank you, Jan, for all your hard work doing uh, the setup Thanks, and whatnot. Jan. I love plugging cables in. It's a big, big <laughs> plugger, job. big plug. Um, and no, I was gonna say like I, I really don't love remote podcasting. Okay. It's just a necessary evil. Yeah. Sure, yeah. it's just a necessary evil that we have. Hey, to we're good at it, but yeah, I get what you mean. Totally. And I think it's, it'll be interesting this show because we are in person for the first time oh, doing right. a this podcast. Co- this collection like this, of people this doing a podcast. Doing. Doing four people. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So five, five. Sorry, Marty. Right. Hey, Marty. Hey. 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 Yeah. Uh, what no. are your thoughts on that, Marty? <laughs> I literally was like ready to just fall out of my chair. Sharp intake of breath. Yeah, like uh, I was like, he's not gonna do it again, is he? Again? He's gonna do it again? Even he, Marty's like, all right, enough with this weirdo. Oh man. Yeah, this is gonna be in person for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, this. I'm gonna try my best to not look at a screen to see what people think. Because yeah, you're I, saying I wanna, terrible things. Okay, I mean, yeah. people, ra- nothing but racist remarks right now. <laughs> oh, I thought our audience oh. was better than that. Yeah. I, I, I expect Marty better. that way. Yeah. yeah, a lot of cat people in chat. Disgusting. Oh, I get it. Oh, it I get it. Suck. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Suds to sud, right? <laughs> uh, how's it going, everyone? It's going pretty well. Jim. I got a haircut. Boom! There you go. Almost got your guy coke over. Look there at that. That's, that's yeah. one way to debut it. I like it. Yeah. Look at that. Look, it's look. first. 
Yeah. Is this a quaff, right? I think that's a quaff. Is that, I think a, I'm is that a high top fade? Uh, yeah, uh, I, it's definitely not a fade. She told me, uh, the lady at Great Clips, who I was very appreciative of, uh, told me that she could not fade. She could not get it to blend. So it was basically undercut or nothing were her words. Yes. Okay. yes. Like, no, it's an undercut. Yes. And yes. I'm like, undercut? Isn't that the thing that all those racist people have? And I'm like, you know what? I yeah. Think I, not like me. <laughs> okay. okay. No. Oh, is an undercut like a Nazi thing? I, I think uh, Nazis have a lot of things going on. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we can't let we can't let them take things. Exactly. Yeah. That's we what need I to take things. Ever, That's right. I'm taking them. it back. Yeah, exactly. So I went with the undercut. Nazis I'm, don't ever shave their heads, do they? That's not a that's no. Yeah, you're okay. you're complete. That's that never happened. Okay. No, 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 you're in the clear. They don't have an option. Um, yeah. The, cr- <laughs> the craziest part of uh, Grub's haircut, which we should talk about right now, is the fact that uh, Dan saw Jeff. He was the first person to see me for hours. I also approached someone in the lobby that was not you and went, hey, there okay. he is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. We, yeah. we, we discovered something uh, throughout these last 48 hours or so that Dan has a certain sort of like blindness uh, to faces. No, not to faces. No. Well, you went up to another person he who was, wasn't The joking. guy was looking down. He had dark hair and I could see he had facial hair. And so I, I was not a crazy one. I'm usually pretty good with faces. Bottom line, you did not notice Grub's very dramatic haircut. At all. I did not. Yeah. There is anger in his eyes right Does now. Does he usually wear like see. a stocking cap on stream or something? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah, that. Right, like yeah, exactly. I try to look like a Seven Eleven robber. Okay, at a yeah. Yeah. Robber. Full, like yeah. ski yeah. mask. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I did. I, I noticed it now. You say it now, and I can like compare it to pictures in the past, and it's not the same. So you don't remember you know all the fish. You're right. You're right. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah. So yeah. No, I see it. I Man, see guess who champion over here? Yeah. So what's what's the next move after this? Are you going to like? I don't know. Okay. Well, I do think that uh, uh, I probably will go back and get another haircut and say, just do the same thing you did last time, but just leave the hair on top as, like, as long as it is. I think I'm just going to keep letting this grow okay. and get long until okay. we reach, a, I don't know, an inflection a, point. A, a nexus? A nexus of sorts, yeah. Okay. A hair nexus, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel better. I'm glad I, I'm glad I got a haircut. Be- because the thing I'd like to introduce now, Grub, is when you shaved your head, you were growing everything all out at the same yes. time. Now there's a difference going on. Exactly. Okay. Or, well, I mean, you know, but it was like, my hair grows like a helmet, like a natural helmet, which is like poofing out into yeah. this round globe. Okay. And I'm like, that's, that's a very specific look. And I'm not a scientist that could like pull off like, oh, you look like a, a madman. Yeah. Uh, so I had to, uh, I had to do something. Uh, but that was my first haircut in more than 10 years, wow. uh, other than the one I had in the garage that was mostly performed by Mike Minotti with a pair of like <laughs> beard trimmers, mostly. It's a big moment. Uh, yeah, so it was, yeah. It was, uh, Were they pre-used by any chance, the, the beard clippers? I don't want, like, I'm trying not to think about it okay. too much because I don't know where they've been. Oh, and yeah. where oh, is it like a, what, is it manscaped on it? Uh, I didn't look, but Dude, I don't think so. That doesn't okay. bother me. I feel like that's fine. If someone shaved their pubes with a thing and then shaved your head... I mean, what's like, you know, it's I not like feel my hair. You're not going to yeah, get like, like sick. What's going to happen? Like, I, I you will just feel dirty. Yeah, sure. I don't, yeah. want, I don't want ball sweat it's in my not, hair. Yeah. But is that the transfer that's happening? I don't like. If it's oh, directly I, touching it. I'm with okay, you. I'm not saying I'm with you. If I put this fork up my ass and handed it to you for that pie, <laughs> would you eat it? Well, that's the same exact thing. <laughs> uh, no. The crazy thing is, also, it's not going like balls to hair. It's not like in one swift motion. But it's still there's time that there's like residue, yeah. you know? Well, yeah, look, I'm just saying, do I want that? No. Is it a deal breaker? Perhaps not. I'm accommodating. I but, prefer listen, not. I, if, it, if, it, if, it, if it happened, it happened. And it's I'm, definitely, I, I, it's I, definitely I, happened to you. It's happened to all of us. All, us all. Wait, Maybe it happened to you me. You think that all of us have had the ball clippers yeah. on our heads? 
Yeah, I'm gonna like that happened. Long enough clippers. timeline. Long enough timeline. Clippers. You know, yeah. it happens to the best of us. <laughs> I I go to a barber for this. I know that. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. fine. You're fine. Another thing I want to bring up. This morning, picked you guys up from the hotel in one car. Okay. Yes. Went out to a diner breakfast. Yeah. Came back here. Just now, we went to go pick up food. In a different car, Dan came with me. And you want to tell everyone what you did? I was asking questions because I want to get an electric vehicle. And oh, so I was Dan. asking questions about it. I was looking because you were showing us features in the, in the can I say what the car it is? Yeah. The Ionic. And you were like, oh, the cameras and stuff. And I was looking at your dash, and I was like, why aren't the cameras popping up? What's going on? So I was asking you a bunch of questions. And we had a full conversation about cars before you <laughs> revealed to me that you were driving a different car. <laughs> Dan so was in a different car. It was like, Dan oh, pretty much looked like the same thing. Right? Seriously, did. <laughs> What's the other car? Four, four like, wheels. Maybe it was like seven. a highlights like, uh, magazine thing where it's like, no, put spot no, the differences. Dan. There's probably a couple, <laughs> but not enough for it to be honest. Literally, <laughs> literally twice as large, this car. Okay. Completely like you. It's I a wasn't different. on the outside. It also has it. an undercut. Which how do you not notice that? <laughs> but like he, love he did not realize <laughs> that he was in a different, a completely different car. It's not to mention it had all the same stuff. Do you think we could kidnap Dan? And then he goes, yeah. but I don't know. But like, and maybe, and maybe like I have too much attention to detail. Where like I know this car I'm in now has a has a gas engine. You can hear it and smell it, and it's loud. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Wait, this is we're not in the same car as we were before? Do you remember going into the garage? Like, I just don't understand. So many different things. It's so many. No, I don't know where you put the car when we got here, and it looked identical. I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not going to dig into it. I just feel like there's certain, there's a level of awareness that, like, is just. The amount not... of times Bonk has gone to pick me up, and she, she can attest to this. And I've gone to, I uh, just like, oh, yeah, she'll be here at noon. And I, at noon, I see a car and I walk up to it and I'm reaching for it. And I look up and it's just a terrified guy looking at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> it's a lot. And a lot of times I'm doing goofy stuff, like walking. I'm like, to make, like, Bonk laugh. And then I'll get to the car and they'll just be like, some guy I don't know. Like, I, like so ten, ten times. I the goofy thing less than ten, but like the walking up or walking to the wrong car in a parking lot, uh-huh. hundreds maybe. Oh jeez, I mean, like isn't that dad, a lot? Isn't that a troubling amount? That's a lot. I just don't pay attention uh, to cars. But like yeah. that's, I, 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 I think that's guy. fine. You're not a car guy, so you don't know. Like, oh, that's a this car, that's a that car. That's okay. fine. But like in the course of an hour, you don't know you're in a totally different I car. Just, I knew you had a space car, and then I'm in a car <laughs> with you driving, and I assumed it was the space car, and I was asking questions about it. That's. It's okay. A to B. Okay. okay. Not to mention, he sat in the front both times. So like, it's, and those two cars are. Compl- uh, hey, podcast. You know, right? our, you know, we should change our clothes subtly throughout. Like he's not looking. I swear to God, there's no fucking. You way would know. I don't think. No you, I don't think you would way. ever know. No way, dude. Okay. Okay. Here, here's my theory, Dan. I think you may not remember things well, or it doesn't stick with you if you see it. But maybe if you smell, I think your sense of smell may be stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Your smell, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll remember. smells no, no, more no, often. No, because a lot of times I, I get, I'll be at home and Bonk will be like, "Oh, do you like to smell this candle?" And I'm like, "I didn't know we had a candle lit." And so I, <laughs> okay, I can't, I can't, I don't have a okay. great uh, smell buds or right. like I don't. You know, ain't right. Oh, yeah, smell, smell buds. buds. Yeah, like, yeah. dude. And that's what we are, folks. We're just a bunch of smell buds. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to smell buds. Welcome to smell buds. Our new podcast. <laughs> You ain't right, dude. You just ain't right. Uh, ain't right. Like, I don't know what it is, but uh, what about I'm with happy? hot water? Like you, you can feel hot water, right? You can feel temperature. Oh, I can feel temperature change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is cold. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to make sure you're okay, dude. I feel I'm happy. There you go. I, just, I know things might not be wired correctly, but it, I'm happy. It's not bothering <laughs> it's not, me. Yeah, it's not affecting know? him. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might get in the wrong car. You might get kidnapped. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't yet. So. Yeah. You'll be happy about it because you won't know. <laughs> 
Um, I guess we'll eventually talk about video games, but we have uh, an assortment of treats in front of us, folks yeah, at home. Uh, yes. Brought lovingly, painstakingly made by Marty. Marty, this is oh, got look at this poor, why are they all together. This poor the guy. Yeah, people, people are nose. wondering why I took like a red eye one night in a hotel. Like, what are they doing? What's what's happening? All all this doom speculating. We just came to eat pastries together. Yeah, pastries. We just wanted a lobster tail. Yeah, that's it. That's the cannoli stuffed lobster tail, cannoli cream. Uh, so, Bacalari, if you go from uh, I guess top of the table to bottom of the table and tell us what is what. So, Describe it for the folks on the yes, audio. The, the audio. first one we got here is a lobster tail, which is like a pastry in the shape of a, a croissant, cru- a cru- uh, croissant oh, if you will. What's the gusher thing on top? Uh, that's probably just like icing, but it's got pistachio sort of nuts drizzled on the top of it with uh, cannoli cream. So okay. there's chocolate chips in there too. What was this? This was the, the Oreo, Oreo cheesecake. cheesecake. Taste. I think taste is the thing you remember then, Dan. Totally. I know taste. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying that may be like the most vibrant thing in your if head you, of yes, memory. Yes, right. Because if you ordered something and it had tomatoes on it, obviously. But if you got something and it had none of the stuff you hate, but something changed about it, would you? do you think you would notice? Or yeah, because like, a lot of the stuff I eat is very uniform. Like, right. I know what a cheese it tastes like. Okay. If it tastes right. weird, I would know. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're cracking with cookie. Um, what was this? The cookie that butter? That was cookie butter. Cookie I'm going butter. straight for the cookie butter. Yeah, right, you're you're like, you cookie butter guy? It sounded really good. I it looks, assume it looks it's really good. good. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, a traditional lemon bar. Then we have another kind of cheesecake. That was the Trace de Leche. Oh, triple. Yeah, Dolce. It's the, the Dolce de Leche. The, the, the yeah. Cacio EPP. Yeah. Catch your PP cheesecake. And then this, I forget what they call this, but it's basically like an exploded cannoli. Fucking A. Yeah. So is that not like a cream puff? It's like cream puff with cannoli uh, filling and uh, cream on top. Um, we're looking at, I would imagine, close to 4,000 calories in front yeah. of us. That's what, I'm, when we take a break, I am going to need that espresso. Yeah, so yeah. we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do know. all that. It looks really good. Um, you know, this is why. <laughs> are you okay, bud? Yeah, he, doing like the one hand clapping with like, two hands. So are, you, are you just like a crab? You have like, a fork. You have a fork. What, is, what is the sound oh. of one hand clapping? Yes. It's this. Here, so you want me to... <laughs> I can cut you a piece of I've never of understood this. that. Do you want, uh-huh. Are you trying to be deep here? Yeah. Do you want to get like that? Or what, yeah. you mean? Big, big well, what, what is stopping us from just forking? I guess we could just fork it. Oh, you know? Friday night forking. Guys, please. Oh, wow. That's a special kind of richness. What that is. Okay. Right. Really good. Now, Dan seems pleased with a cookie butter cake. Grub is going for the, this Oreo. the Oreo. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. very good. That. Very good. Turn on its side. That's fine. You know. I don't like lemon <laughs> so I'm going to go for Cookie butter. Make sure you chew right into the mic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. The cookie butter, if you ever went to um, Trader Joe's, they sell that in the jar. They're speculos. Speculos, right? It's oh, that. Oh, is that? Okay. It's that. Yeah. It Hell tastes yeah. exactly like that. Oh, lemon bar. Tangy. Ta- oh, definitely. Do not feed the dog dessert. I got dogs. I know. Yeah, yeah. What about the steak dinner? <laughs> <laughs> that was years ago. We haven't fed him any human food since. Um, <laughs> structural. Structural. Yeah, yeah. The, the Oreo cheesecake looks like it's not going to survive any stability test, but. Hey, but it's really good. Really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. It's yeah, it's delicious. I'm a lemon bar guy, too. I'm just going to take a little smidge of that. Um. <clears throat> Dan, it. what are the? Uh, this isn't a mic check question. This is just a shoot question on our video game podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the three milks in Tres Leches cake? Almond. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that, great answer. Yeah, for real, great I mean, answer. Yeah, it's better than what anything I would have said. I swear. Vitamin D. <laughs> 
So Hang on. Okay. Vitamin D milk. I'm thinking. You said vitamin And chocolate. <laughs> Honestly, two of those answers are just like really good. Yeah. Am I right? No. no. But but two of those. <laughs> what are I don't they? I don't is know it, what the answer is, is either. It like cow's milk, goat's condensed, milk, and condensed. Condensed. Yeah, I don't know. No it, it's it's condensed milk, evaporated milk, and then uh, the milk of your teat. ancestors. Teat. What? Yeah. <laughs> the teat milk. No, it's not actually teat milk. No. <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. You, you it's know, the milk of a Cambodian immigrant. Like, yeah, like, like, like Puffy got on that show. What confused you? Like breast milk? Condensed no, milk? Just, all the milk I know just comes from the plastic thing at the grocery store. I don't really know. I, I drink almond Anyway, milk. this is delicious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a milk doctor. <laughs> milk doctor. Hey, I'm not a milk doctor here. Okay, the Tres Leches cake is good. That's this guy, right? Yeah, it's a little chewy boy, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, this is the kind of podcast it's going to be. This is where it's yeah, a special, it. yeah. special yeah. moment. This is what in-person podcasting is. Yeah. I'm sorry, you want me to get some for Oh, you? no, no, no. Backlar was going to say you also took us to other half yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, some fancy beers. We had some, like, little little stout boys. Yeah. Well, not stouts, but, like, you know, little stout glasses of beers. Really nice to see everyone enjoying it. Tasty yeah. beers, good times. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun drinks. trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. I definitely. still don't know what day it is. No. That's okay. I'm coming okay. off seven days of like being in Boston with my dad, Connecticut, here. I've been running for like a week now. Great. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like serious at that point. I'm like driving home from that thing last night. Week, and then yeah. you started saying raw, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. they were talking earlier today. But yeah, traveling, I like lose time. And so we haven't had really, other than the meetings that we were having, any sort of thing that we had to be at. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of going wherever Backlar takes me. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. it's been yeah. all right. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Getting to good spots. Yeah, we, we uh, taken in the stopped the by town. the fandom office, packed, you know. Mm-hmm. Overflowing. Yeah. Shoulder to shoulder, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had to wait 10 minutes for an elevator. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. The, the process, fantastic, though. We peed so much. Oh, yeah. Ran a train on that toilet. Yeah. There- you were on like my level. No, I I felt like you for the first ba- time. I think that's the most mm-hmm. I've ever seen Backlar LRP. Yeah. I I just couldn't believe it, uh, and I got real upset because I had an energy drink. I drank an energy he, drink. You were so broken when we told yeah. you that you had an energy drink. It was like somebody told me, like you just smoked a pack of cigarettes. Like that's what it felt like. Someone just told me. I didn't know Celsius was new. I right, and uh, you know, I looked at it casually, and there was like there was like a bunch of. F- pictures of fruits on the front so i'm like oh this is probably just like a sparkling or like a a spindrift adjacent like you know vitamin infused thing and it turns out basically four loco yeah it's basically like a red bull it's like a fruity red bull is (laughs) what i ate i drank yeah and uh i'm not good i like it a lot is four loco still around yeah, but it's like not the same. Cheapened. They changed the laws, right? Form, yeah. They the, have to take alcohol out of it entirely? I think they took some of the caffeine out of it. Yeah. Oh, but it still has alcohol in it? Yeah, the yeah, formula yeah. is all out of whack now. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the dog? He's over here. Dog. Over there. Over there. Over there. Go. Very um, food for you. Oh, yeah. Get into that big pastry this boy. Like, hey, Becca, oh, can you boy. stabilize for him with your yeah. fork? Yeah, maybe if we work together yeah, in work some together. sort of like oh. yeah, situation here. Yes, chef. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. There we go. There Good. Go. Stability achieved. Oh, okay. Look at that. Excellent. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with everyone. And it's just like uh, we're, just, we're just going over business. Just yeah. Talking we're just, shop. We're just like, yeah, yeah talking shop. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Looking at Excel sheets. Mm-hmm. Tons of them. Tons You're of making decks. Decks. Oh, decks. Get, oh, yeah. Getting FaceTime with important people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly us. Mostly each yeah. other. Just looking, yeah. <laughs> looking at each other. Yeah. Just staring at each other. Doing a lot of eye yeah. contact drills. Just 
Nodding, 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 nodding and eye yeah. contact. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to break it down. I'm, I'm going to hear. I'm serious. We're, you can't do this. We're going to be here all fucking day. Uh, you no, know, I'm, I'm committed. It's so weird that like you blinked. No, you I blinked. did not. I'm not blinking. Thank you for paying attention. You thing. blinked. No, I, I don't. Not. I don't think there was the that was established. Cam. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll check the 360 cam. You yeah. blinked. Exactly. You didn't we'll go to the blink. videotape. God, you know, you just really know how to make a moment uncomfortable. <laughs> he started it. Yeah, but like, what are you yeah, about? Like, did yeah, it was started it. But I'm, but I'm just unfazed. Like, you have this energy about you that, like, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. I guess sitting next to you on a flight is probably the worst thing anyone can do. Oh. And like, what I've, are you talking about? And I've done it, so what it's are all you good. About? So I, I was telling Dan this yesterday, but the couple that sat next to me on my flight over here, they were watching the last episode of the rehearsal. Folks that don't know the oh, rehearsals, God. Nathan Fielder's mm-hmm. pseudo kind of reality show that has a very uh, heart wrenching ending. It got me, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like I just saw these two people that were so like happy and in love with each other just lose the life from their eyes, and they were like, "All right, well, we were closing this now." <laughs> they both took off their headphones and then just like held each other as they fell asleep on the floor. <laughs> oh Jesus, <laughs> it's brutal. <Yeah. laughs> They just melted into the <laughs> they seat. They melted into each other. <laughs> and that was it. And then, like, I quietly took off my shoes. But then the lady was like, I, I don't know if she was going to tell me to put my shoes back on or whatever. But she was like, take my shoes off, too. And then he took off his shoes. And the people in the next aisle over took Ooh, off their shoes. started a thing. I think we started off a, no, a no-shoes train. I okay. Don't, I don't yeah. like this at all. It's no good. Dan, what's the longest flight you've been on? And 14 hours. Did you take your shoes off? I think so. You, you should, right? You gotta let them dogs breathe. Yeah. I think Four if you're prepped, like by that meaning you have put on clean socks and sho- yeah, and, and yeah. everything, and your shoes aren't stank, you're gonna be fine on a long yeah. flight. No yeah. one's. I mean, no one's really. I mean, cramped spaces. You always got to be careful. Totally. Uh, but if, hey, take a greyhound. No one gives a fuck. There's no laws there. Take off. You can take, do whatever take off your fuck. pants. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. taking greyhounds across Iowa. It is. Yep. Yeah, I took them across the country, and it's like no one. No do one whatever can. you yeah, want. Absolutely. Vomit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, on someone, on yeah, the driver. Totally fine. I think if yeah. you're barefoot on a plane, uh, I can't get on board with that. I'm what if sorry. you What if you present as a very clean person? Though, if you present as a clean person and you're traveling from one tropical locale to another, I think that's fine. If you are wearing any sort of Jimmy Buffett or Tommy Bahama yeah. paraphernalia, if there's straw Wait. in your hat, those are all the right shoot names. Those are shoot names. Okay, yeah. all right. I don't. It's just like a very, very fine, thin, specific set of circumstances where barefoot plane travel is okay. okay. Uh, is Tommy Bahama is someone's like government name. I I hope it's someone's shoot name. Somewhere, someone is named Tommy Bahama. I mean, cool. you know what? I'm, yeah, it's. I mean, if you change your name legally, is that now your shoot name? Yeah, no. right. Well, yeah, but it's not. Bur- okay, name. birth government name. Yeah, sure. Well, the, like Mama Bahama. Who do you think had him? <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, man. <laughs> What's um, the next thing about sitting next to me on a plane? I, I stick to my, I put on my headphones. I no, play a, a video game. No, no, you're fine. I, I think. Well, that's part of the problem. You know, like you, um, you have this, you exude this sort of like anxious flying yeah, energy. Do, I, do, I do. And that through the transitive passenger property mm. infected me a little bit. I'll give you that. Yeah. And okay. Mahardy was sitting in between us. This is uh, Game Awards. And then he infected you with lacrosse. Yeah. Just, and then I, that. all of a sudden, like, grew a full head of hair and yeah. I was half asleep. Yeah, and I was yeah, like... It's really color, awkward yeah. when you play hockey games. When not stop um, But yeah, like, uh, and I think I was more, um, like, sort of deeply troubled by, like, your preparation for flying. I, 
Uh, look, I, I get it. I get it. I'm but like, nervous, yeah. you know, and like, it, it's just, it's just, there's so much piss. It's just, it, the I piss is like that. so insane. Yeah. It's just like, it's not like unruly on flights. No. And, and you're not like actively pissing like outside. <laughs> I go of, to the bathroom. Yeah. It's yeah, just not like, like when you went inside this house. It's just, <laughs> you know, making it sound more. I had like four mimosas with my hearty beforehand and we got on a plane. I had some drinks on the plane and yeah. I probably fell asleep and peed a lot. And in then, a toilet. and then it was 11 a.m. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. no, like you're just a really, leaky friend is what you are <laughs> like that's what it is like being your smell buds like, your leaky friends yeah, yeah. No, yeah you're just like one yeah. leaky ass person and look i love you for leaky it you know what can i say that's okay. uh it's okay. a good it's a good leak yeah, it's like i'm storming the cockpit or something <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta piss right now um no but yeah, the plane i need a real toilet <laughs> but yesterday i did feel like you because uh you know i got like the after the third time i got up i'm like Holy shit! Is this what Dan experiences all the time? Or like oh, yeah. this constant need to piss? Oh, yeah. And it was like my bladder had shrunk to like a pee, and I could not keep it in. Like I think after lunch, I finally caught up with the, you. Have to like catch up to the piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I finally caught up to it, and I was like, okay, I'm good. And then we went drinking, and it was like over. The thing I forget about working in an office is just the easy access to liquids and coffee, yeah. especially yeah, the free fridge it's, thing. I had oh like eight God. of those hint waters. Yeah. yeah. It's easy yeah. to stay hydrated. It was terrible. Yeah. They had cold brew on tap and I'm like, this place wants to murder me. Yeah. And then we talked throughout this meeting about me getting hit by a bus. Yeah, that was a recurring thing that Repeated. did appear on the deck at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was tough too because at the Phantom office, the line for the bathroom, which there's only like 20 toilets and there's so many people. At there's the like a bathroom right, attendant. Yeah, yeah. You know, Here's the joke. Yeah. There was no one at the the Phantom yeah, Office. No one. It was a ghost town. Ping pong table for no one. We, we were ninety nine percent of the people there. Yes, yes. yes. It, I felt bad because I, when I ever I went to go use the bathroom, I could he, still hear you guys talking. And I'm like, <laughs> well, who am I feeling bad for? One hundred percent. We were like keeping quiet. It was crazy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, it felt very much like the day after the pandemic started. Oh, <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where we're like. That was my memory of March when we were in the old office and just going back to like get all of our shit even before the the first acquisition. Dead. And that was the first acquisition. Well, I got an email today. That I guess I'm going back. No, no, no. <laughs> Can I just say what I got? Yeah, I mean, it's I got fine. an email today where it's like sent to my giant bomb address, like, congrats on your first day at Red Ventures. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from Red Ventures HR. Oh, like, man, uh, I went to Bacalar. I was like, is there something I need to know here? Like, no, could not company's just on top of everything yeah. over there. Big Rick loves you. It could not happen to a more paranoid person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it is the perfect crime of like yeah. someone just being like, oh, that Riker guy was pretty fucked anyway, up. Anyway, right? congrats, like, Dan. Yeah, I guess I work for Red Ventures. Yeah, you're, right, you're back. You're back. <laughs> Um, video games. Oh. Nah, 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 nah. I, mean, I played a couple, but like, have you I, guys I don't know how to tie, time out these segments. I don't have like the normal shit I have in front of me to time shit out. No, I understand. I don't know when we started. I don't know when we're going to end. I'm still on West Coast time. Oh, no. And you're flying back tonight. <laughs> yes, it's going to be great. We're going to have fun. What are we doing? Bring him over here. Like, follow, oh. like make him follow. Here. Just so he sits back there. Now make them fall. There you go. That's how you trick a dog. Oh, uh, well, someone said talk about wrestling for three hours. I'm willing yeah, to do let's that. Do it. No, that's, I mean. Brock Lesnar looked scary last night. Yeah, I watched that clip again because we watched it in the Uber. Mm-hmm. He looks terrifying. Like, more extra than terrifying. Yes. He always looks, ter- always looks terrifying. But Because yes. he had the stitches in his head. Yeah. The black eye. I still couldn't figure out what was going on with his nose. The crazy seaman hair, which is the thing that comes out the top. Oh, like, he <laughs> looks like a terrifying seaman. He's a terrifying seaman. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> Someone please mod that in. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should try the exploded it's good. cannoli. It's good. 
The I cream cream is yeah. mad thick. Yeah, it's mad thick. Mad thick cream. Mad thick cream. Yeah. Um. Oh, the tomahawk last night was good. Yeah, yeah. so we had um steak for two. Shouts, shouts out to the big sea man, you know. Big sea man. Actual sea man. Actual sea man Carlos. Yes. Um we went to a place called Black Barns, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we had a tomahawk steak. We had I had I had lobster sausage. I had a uh, crab. Soft shell crab. Yeah, I got barbecue. It was really uh, a special special dinner. It was very yeah. nice. Fun times. Yeah, fun times. Fun, fun times. times. Reb, you, you said you were playing games. Yeah, I played, uh, I played one game. I mean, listen, I was playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and I'm really enjoying that, but it's like I um, was getting ready for this trip, so I was packing, and I didn't have a lot of time to go sit down on the PS5. So I got the Steam, Steam Deck out, and I played Shadows of Doubt, which mm. might be the most Jeff Grubb game. What? Okay, okay, okay. How's First, g- give us like the five aspects of a game that make it a Jeff Grubb okay. game. So... The biggest one is a game need uh, it needs to work in a way that feels lo- like logical to the real world. Where if you have a door, you can lock it, and if you have a door that you can lock, well, you could find a key, or you pick the lock, or maybe you could find the key. Or, or when you're finding the key, it's like yeah, it's it's going to be in the person's apartment. Maybe it's on their body, or maybe it's under the rug, under the carpet. All these things are, are true for this game so far. Okay. Okay. Every light switch needs to work, and it needs to be connected to a light. And the lights need to be, you know, interactable and you need to turn them off. And then you can also you know, knock them out by turning off the power at the whole building. That all works in this game. Uh, you need to have multiple ways to, like, get inside a building. Uh, and basically, it's just like the world should work as expected. And this game does exactly that. And then on top of that, it's this, this procedurally generated murder mystery oh. where you are... Uh, you get like a note, at least for the tutorial mission that I'm doing. You get a note under your door. It says, hey, look into this thing. Uh, see what's going on. And I started, all right, you, so you start like, okay, there's a name here. I'm going to look at the name and I'm going to, okay, how can I figure out where this person is in the world to like start figuring out what's going on with them? Well, there's the phone book. I found the name in the phone book huh. and then I get the address from the phone so book. So how is that procedurally generated? Well, the, the, you know, the, they are procedurally generating the um the solve basically the, the procedure generating the murder itself so it's yeah. like who was murdered where they were murdered how they were murdered um what other sort of, i i'm not super deep into like solving it yet but it's like here are um for example in the first case it's like okay so you go to the apartment where this person where you got the note to and you go there and you discover the body they're hit with a gunshot wound that's how they died so we know that so there no we know there's a gun involved and as we're searching their apartment there is a, uh, a, a signs of, okay, well, here's a receipt for someone that like went to the store. So we know that they shop there. I could go ask around like, hey, what is this person oh, lived here that was killed? Like, what do they do? What are they like? You can also find out where they work. Go there and start asking about them there. Or you can find something that says, hey, they went to like a weapons dealer. Or there was a, like a note from a weapons dealer saying, hey, you're going to need a piece tonight. Huh. It's like, oh, oh and, the, and here's the name of the person that like deals the weapons. Try to use either the phone book or this person's personal address book to find out where they are in the world. All of this stuff is locked together in a way that feels very, very satisfying and realistic. It doesn't feel like just sort of slapped together in it. Yeah. And it's all, and you know, so how can a game do this? Well, it's voxels. It is, it looks like a very, um, Instead of the big cubes of Minecraft, Minecraft, they're smaller cubes. Oh, like teardown? Yeah, yeah, teardown. Yeah. And the people are like teardown sort of yeah. like walking around, but they're, they are also made of voxels. But it's like, it has this really great style to it where, again, because all the lights work, all the lights need to sort of be physically represented as they're going through the world. So you turn on the light and it like 
reflects off the wall nicely. And it's just blowing me away that this game mm. is happening. Like, I always have wanted a game like this, and now it's here. It seems really cool. I've been watching Bianca play it, and uh, it's early access now, right? Yes, that's right. Are you doing keyboard and mouse or control? Uh, I'm playing on Steam Deck, where it's running not fantastic. I'm getting, like, 30-ish frames per second if I'm lucky. Okay. Uh, but I'm doing controller. Okay, no weirdness or floatiness, swimminess with the, the controls, because the analog sticks, we tried tweaking them and everything. It's a little, yes, so that's okay. a little, little floaty, and uh, the interface is cumbersome. I've noticed that, yeah. Very Backing com- out of settings and stuff. Backing like out of settings, yeah. you are, um, you, you have, so as you are discovering all these objects in the world, you are getting um, little pieces of, of, of pictures that you could put up on your evidence board, and you could decide yourself whether or not you're going to pin them up there and move them around. But you start getting, like, really quickly 30 things up there. And you're like, okay, I'm going to decide how I'm going to organize these things. But the actual act of interfacing with this thing to organize it is cumbersome and uh, and difficult to figure out. And you're, like, jumping between the menu where I am organizing all the evidence and the menu above that where it's like, oh, we could check out some other things and, and uh, see my inventory. And, yeah, back, going in and backing out of this stuff is it's taking time to get used to. I do wonder, I bet it would be easier with a keyboard and mouse. Is it anything that you think couldn't just be fixed throughout the early access period? I mean, no. I think I think this is all stuff that they're going to figure okay. out through early access. I, I mean, this is where I'm at with a game like this. It is. It's got the strongest foundation, and all they need to do is figure out these pain points, which are just points of pain, not like fundamental problems, and then build on top of the procedural stuff that you're doing, so that. As people are playing these games, they're like, listen, the murder mystery was cool, but wouldn't it have been cool if? Mm. I bet they are very quickly going to be able to add, you know what, it would be cool. Let's do that. They're going to be able to add stuff to the game. Cool. Yeah, it seems like all the, the conceptually really, really cool. And I, I like the look, too. Like, Me a lot too. of things have done the voxel look, but I don't know, it's kind of like a darker nighttime. Like, it, it, it's a cool vibe, too. Yeah, it's, got, it's kind of living city. You know, at, people, all these people are wandering around, and every single person is procedurally generated, so you can go, oh. you can follow them, and so the crimes are happening to them, you know, Completely irrespective of what you're dealing with, and you could go look into that stuff if you want. Maybe it is related. You, you don't know. Probably not. But um, you know, if you uh, bump into somebody, they're gonna be like, "Hey, why are you following me?" If they get frustrated with you, they can either call cops or they can attack you. Um, and, and you have some ability to attack and get your fist out. Maybe you can find a weapon. But mostly, it is it, it is just about poking around this world, investigating, and doing so in a way that you are mindful of your environment. Because again, it's all going to work the way you expect. So you go into an apartment and make sure that you know the ways to get out. Windows, maybe, but there's going to be a a, a a vent that you can crawl through and make sure you know where that is. It's it's pretty uh it's pretty impressive. I'm blown away by it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So when uh, what's the track for like uh, the the 1.0? Yeah, I mean, so it just entered early access, so it's probably going to be some time. And I'm at a point with early when I find an early access game I like, I'm like, you know what? Take your time. I'm yeah. already enjoying myself. So. If it takes a year, if it takes two years, I'm going to be fine because it's mm. already fun to play. And I want to like learn it at this stage. And if it changes drastically, it's just something that happened with like Dead Cells and a bunch of others yeah. to Hades. Hades yeah. Right. And it's like, you know what? That's Hades, okay. That's a different phase of this game. And I want to have a relationship with the game that I like this much. So if it changes over time, that's, that's fine. But, you know, uh, if it stays like this for a long time, too, th- that's cool, too, because there's so much to unearth. Um, that's very cool. I was just checking to see if there's like a weird tape to tape embargo. Because, but I, can't I don't Matt think so. Rory's t- tape. Matt, tape. Matt Rory's TM hockey fan. It is out on early circle. access too, so I think you could talk about it. Yeah, is this um, made by the place that he went to? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes, uh-huh. it's their first game. Yeah. Oh. He told me uh, it's out. It's out. It's, yeah, out. it's early it's access. Out. Yeah. 
Yeah, he called me. He's like, oh, you know, this whole time I was just like a hockey mole. I was uh, trying to <laughs> understand what the game was, learn everything I could from you. Uh, and he just, it was like a very thankful sort of like conversation. It was, where the, he, it was the long game when he joined yeah. Bob in 2008. This right. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, yeah. sure, he's like my exit yeah. strategy it is It takes eight. that long to learn a sport. Of yeah, course it does. Yeah. It was a hockey-based exit strategy. Yeah. Uh, strategy, strategy. And uh, yeah, so it's funny. I, I feel what? like I've been playing this game. What's that? Nothing. I just said if I were a game, I would have sex with Shadows of Doubt in the chat. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. No, that was on me. I interrupted. <laughs> no, I see it there now. It's that's great. No, um, no, I um, I really like this game. I think uh, it took a while for me to understand kind of like what it is. It's, yeah, it's basically like I a roguelike. You so, seemed so, a bit mixed at it every time you've talked. Right. About so it, the actually. first time I played it, I I had a demo that I guess uh, was not widespread. I don't, maybe it was some sort of closed beta. I, I don't I think know. we were that. We played like the summer test or something. Yeah. Like that. Even I think you played one even before that, didn't you? Yeah. And I didn't like it. Right. The uh, hockey wasn't there. Right. And I'd still my biggest complaint is just like the hockey itself is just sort of very kind of like, um, you know, it, it's just it's it's arcade. That's fine. But it's it, it doesn't seem super deep. Right. Um, the game and, and then, then the, the more recent demo, I really started to like enjoy it because I enjoyed the other roguelike elements that are like in the game. So what it is, is you are a, you put together a team at the start and you choose certain uh, characteristics for characters, and they're like these special moves. Where like one of them is a it's it's um, category. It's basically uh, represented by like um, a yo-yo, and you can like push the puck out, and then this okay. invisible yo-yo like oh, pull right. it back. Like, like powers totally, totally, totally yeah. right. So and you you hold on to them until your team loses in a game, right? And that's like the loop. Right. If you think about it, a hockey season is just a roguelite. Most sports, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yes. So, I think that's cool. Uh, I enjoy yeah. that. You know, uh, so you basically make your way through these acts, and each act is uh, like a sort of world map where you have a choice to go to one place or the other. One is usually like an extra game that'll earn you more pucks or rubber, right? Uh, and you cash the rubber in for more, you know, perks and, and, and whatever it is. I think... That stuff's fun. I'm I'm enjoying the idea of like because I already have done a couple loops now. I didn't really get the loop experience when yeah. I was playing the demos, but now that I'm seeing like, oh, I lost in overtime and I'm dead, yeah. right? And I have to go back. And you keep a lot of that legacy stuff, and you you know it, it's that game. Does it feel like you have the capacity to build like a wildly overpowered team if if all the stuff breaks in your favor? I, I don't think I've played enough of it to kind of experience that sort of feeling. I um, but I have noticed that like oh. You you know, my second playthrough, I made it to like the fourth game instead of right. just you know losing uh, in in the second game. Um, there's like uh, <laughs> there's um, there's a team that's all referees. Oh, that's that's most sports right now. Yeah, <laughs> the referees are trying to put themselves over. Yes, it seems they are. like it. Uh, and like you know, the referees will always. So the one real referee lets the referee team win the, every face off. Mm. So you have to like do that. There's perks you can get where you win every face off. Um, the first time I scored against the referee team, inexplicably, they waved the goal off. Oh, wow. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, I like what they're doing here. Um, the animation is really goofy. The art is really awesome. And these characters have, like, very strange, almost like old school Ren and Stimpy sort of yeah, uh, totally. styling to them. Uh, but, you know, it... 
Tragically, though, it is not doing the hockey in the way that I want it yeah, is to. It like, which, is it know, even like NHL 94 level? Or? It's not. It, I, you know, I think the puck moves around real nice. I, I enjoy that part of the, the hockey. There's like some interesting deflections that go on, but you're basically just like a pass-shoot sort of thing right. okay. with one-timers. You, some of pass, your, shoot, your spe- work. Yeah. <laughs> There's, okay, the hockey wrestling crossover that we all know is coming. It has not yet arrived. It is in the works mm, for close. sure. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I'm going to keep playing it. I think, um, I think, you know, for me, the thing that I lament, right, and, and yearn for with the NHL series is this sort of like next level control of hockey. I'm obviously not getting that with tape to tape, but I am enjoying the, the, the gameplay loop Headed with all those hockey sensibilities and all the special moves. Like you do a special move where like every time you shoot the puck, you knock someone out in the head. Like the puck, like that button, you hit triangle, you hit Y, it's going to take a slap shot at the opposing team's head. And they'll <laughs> Man, be like okay. knocked out for a little bit. All the buffs and all like the cooldowns, so like all that stuff's fun. Yeah. It's cool to introduce that into a hockey game. Um but uh, yeah, I'm definitely way more positive on it than I've ever been. Yeah, and, it seems like it's. I mean, and it is in early access with totally, the promise of getting better. Totally. So, so I, it definitely gets the endorsement for me for sure. I'm I'm a big fan. Matthew Rory's tape to tape gets yeah, the endorsement. Good yeah, job, I Matt. I knew you could do it. Um, mm-hmm. You're welcome. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, I've been checking out. I haven't had too much time to dip into it, but it's a game called Desta. D E S T A. It is. Kind of a turn-based dodgeball game where you explore your memories and past trauma. <laughs> okay, sure. Did an AI make this? <laughs> so is, is, is the trauma happening while balls so, are in flight? No. Like no, an anime? So, so it's, like a, it's turn-based. There's tiles in it, and uh, there's crystals and all this jazz. So you, you were basically going back to your old town. It's very story-heavy, so I don't want to spoil too much, but like... You come across people in your past like, oh, this person, we were really close friends growing up. I wonder what they're like. And then to get them into your party, you have to throw a dodgeball at their head. It's great. <laughs> um, it's, it's very, very light. I've maybe spent maybe like a good half hour to an hour in it, sticking uh, around in it. And I think I want more turn-based sports games. Yeah, I like is, that idea. Is what I'm getting at. Well, technically all sports are... Mm. At their essence, and baseball is definitely a turn-based turn game. Turn-based, but boxing, fast turn-based. No, my dad says boxing is a challenge, not a sport. Oh, right. not, we're just not getting into your dad's brain-dead sports takes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> we just cannot do it. And you like blitzball? I do like blitzball. I do too. No, okay, yeah, yeah. That's turn-based. Yeah, yeah. Windjammers, windjammers, turn-based. Sure, sure. Well, it's not like I'm. I'm talking about you set up your move and then you go. Yeah. Golf is a turn-based sport, without a doubt. It's own oh, yeah. your only turn-based. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's self-turn-based. Oh, Marty, Marty's you know, Marty. whining. I guess bowling is also a a turn-based. A turn-based. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Chess. Well, okay. It depends who you're talking to with chess, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Some people oh, mad sports. But. Does uh, Desta does volleyball have like summons? Can you summon in like? A god I, to help spike the ball or whatever? I've not gone into summons, but I remember when I checked it out last year at Summer Game Fest, uh, I did have to hit a teacher in the head with a dodgeball. And for some people, maybe that's cathartic. Maybe. I feel like it'll re- release a demon or two, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it's funny getting hit. It doesn't hurt. It makes, it makes that makes great noise. Sound. Like, when it's your own head, you can just hear like it's reverberating, basically. Like I, I like getting hit in the head with a dodgeball. It reverberates when things hit you in the head? 
Yeah, like an like an like a you know? oh, yeah like a hollow sound. He loves the, I see where you're going. With it. <laughs> he, he loves that high pitched, you know, like pinny sound. And uh, you know, when he oh, only sees purple like for a half sound, hour, though. it's a good sound. Like I, when you hit someone with like a, a school ball, bow, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like but, like when you uh when you your head hits something like the ground or something, you feel that like stingy smell. Do you know what I mean? Like like, I like Dan loves that. Yeah, I'm no, like, I don't that's know. what I think about getting hit in the head. Hits myself in the head. Way too often. <laughs> I really. I walk directly. Dan, I think you. Should, I beam I'm, this is, I'm saying this because I'm worried about you. I think you should wear a helmet. I, honestly, I I walk into stuff. I've, I've I've had pools of blood on my kitchen floor because I've stood up into fucking uh, things and cut my head open. I walk into an ivy oh in my, my god, basement. There's so many scars time. on your head. I mean, there there one. Because we're just brains in like jars. That's yeah. all we are. Like you got to protect that thing. I've been concussed. I might wear a helmet. Been, like yeah, concussions are no joke. They suck. How many have you had? One legit, well, one diagnosed shoot, one shoot con- concussion. One shoot concussion. Probably a bunch of little ones that I didn't go to the doctor for. Mini concussions. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They suck. But yeah. anyway, turn-based sports pretty good. Turn-based sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Desto the memory between. Yes, Desto the memory between. Uh, maybe we'll get a quick look out. Yeah, let's do it and stuff. I want to see it. Maybe we'll do a, a, a good old grab bag UPF. But this Friday though, it's Friday. Yeah, we got we got plans this Friday. It's oh. Friday. Oh man, oh, I don't I don't know Friday. what to do. Again, I think I've said this to you guys before. I'm not the biggest Zelda mark. I, I don't care about the previous ones. I am. I, I will admit and, of course, agree that they are quintessential to the greater canon oh, of video games. Yeah. It, it's probably healthy that I uh, today texted my therapist and canceled our weekly appointment because I wanted to play <laughs> Zelda on Friday, right? Like, that's, that's a healthy thing, right? I mean, you were honest with that? Yeah. No. I didn't tell no, her. No, no, no. no, no, no. I was just like, well, we got He canceled. very much said... Should I lie to her? And I'm like, Dan, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I didn't lie. I just said I need to cancel this Friday, and she goes, "Okay, okay." So I wish you just gave a, a little more heads up. Uh, no, hey, it's <laughs> Tuesday. I think she requires 24 hours, but it's fine. It's for Zelda. I'm doing our right. You're so. doing it for an important reason. It, exactly. Yeah. I think that's very healthy because boy, I need to play Zelda real bad. I want to play Zelda very bad. Yes. Yes. I think we're discovering that Nintendo just hates moms, though. Yeah, yes. Mother's Why? Day is, is this weekend. And oh yeah, Zelda's day. I mean, yeah. What do you do? What do you think of the possibility of like we find out in this game Zelda's pregnant and she's going to be a I mom? I called it. Is it. Was that you? This yes, time? yes. I'm always calling the people who are pregnant. We're calling it right now. <laughs> yeah, Zelda's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> podcast titles right there. Right there. Zelda's pregnant. Someone write this down at the doc. Who's don't need to give any details or anything, but I know everybody in this room probably knows numerous people that are currently deep into this video game. Has anyone heard anything? Yeah, I Zelda's don't... pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not my friends anymore. I'm not talking okay, about like, I... Okay, I've, I've not been asking. I know they've been playing, but uh, keep them quiet. Mostly being spared. Uh, yeah, I, but what I've heard, it's like does get me excited because it's like no one's telling me like too much about whether they like it or not, but it's... I am playing a lot of it, and then kind of like followed by like, wow. Seems really interesting. Yeah. I don't know why <laughs> okay, or okay. how, but Hold, yeah. I need you to frame the wow. Is it like a Owen Wilson like, wow? <laughs> or it's like a, wow. It's like Owen Wilson, but the second one. Like Owen Wilson being very excited. So that's like, wow. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, mine's a, a Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, wow. oh, that was good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's also Little Nicky. Exactly. We, yeah. You know, oh, tie that up together real nice. I uh, this game is. Uh, wow. It sounds. It seems like it's uh, the way that the Nintendo's treating it. Like so much is going on in there that we don't know about. That's the thing. I was, I was saying to one of you guys today that like there is a mystery around this game. That when was the last time we had something like what's going on with this game? Like, and they well, know they don't have to reveal everything because it's fucking Zelda. It's the sequel to Breath yeah. of the Wild. Like, 
the what, mechanics and everything. Sure. Yeah. What was the lead up to Odyssey? Because I don't remember. Mario Odyssey? Yeah. It was out there. I mean, there was the crazy trailers. Where yeah. Like the oh, hats, he threw stuff. a hat on a frog that, and now he's a frog. So you oh, knew the gimmick. Okay, okay, yeah, New yeah. Dunk City was out there and everything. Well, I think we know the we know some gimmick. of it. I feel like... Maybe we don't, though. There's some stuff that... They've been selected. We don't know yeah. stuff about like the basic, like the, the map situation. We don't know the shrine situation. I ran across one in, in our thing, in our preview event, but it's like we couldn't really go into it. Like there's a lot of like, oh, don't look at that yet. Don't do talk not about that. Don't do this. Like, I I feel like it's not all out there. Well, I probably, I know it's been, like, it's, definitely it's, it's not, out there. It's definitely out there. But I don't know what it is. Right, you know? exactly. So I'm very, very interested. It is okay. fun to see you squirm. The, I'm just, I'm just you. very excited. Well, like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm aligned with you. We're like, I absolutely want to play this game yeah. a lot. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to like share it with my son. But uh, you seem to be losing like sleep over it. No, no, I'm just very excited. I'm, I know. I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, I think about it at night. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like yeah. when you're going to bed, like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. I be the, and it's like, oh man, a Thursday. single tear. Look, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and well. there's nothing. To, to be clear, the there's, there's nothing wrong with your enthusiasm. Oh, I think I'm it's great. Very, very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think, you know, it's uh, we were like talking, like, oh, you know, the way it works right now is maybe we get code day of release, but that means late. And it's like that means Thursday night I won't be playing. Uh, it. Yeah, I'm buying. I think it. we're buying. I'm buying Thursday night. Yeah. So it's been a hot minute since I like stayed up and played a game. I think this is going to be... Yeah, uh, so I think the plan is, like, let's stay... I'm going to stay up Thursday night. I'm going to get in there, and then Friday, I'm, I'm going to stream it on giantbob.com. Like uh, after do. Game Mess? Yeah, after Game Mess, we'll just hop on. We'll, I'll get something to eat, and we'll, we'll you know, take a quick little walk or something, and then sit down and just go. <sighs> yeah, that sounds great. That yeah. sounds great. I mean, I, I think yeah. there's going to be... I, I think there's gonna be a lot of stuff to like discover right right away, but mm-hmm. then I think we'll probably in very quickly, probably next week, do another stream or something where we uh, come back around and be like, okay, now I'm here, and here's all the stuff I had no idea. I, just think about, about the first time you saw a dragon in Breath yeah. of the Wild, like that was probably a few hours in, and just like, what the fuck is? I that? was terrified. Mm. I thought it was so I was cool. shoot terrified. I'm like, what is that? What the fuck am I gonna do with my little wooden shield and my stick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my little dragon. Stick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's nice to be excited about games. I love it. Yeah, uh, the other game that I've been playing, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, so re- you, you played more Redfall? I played more oh, Redfall after why? UPF. I don't know. I think like... I morbid was, curiosity? Morbid curiosity is probably what it is. And then like, normally, I will have fun, more fun playing a video game when it's with y'all. Yes. Aw. Despite y'all's company Buddy. playing through Redfall? No, I it think was, it didn't no. work. It yeah. did not work. I had more fun playing by myself too. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I... I mean, I didn't have fun, but I had more fun. Well, like, there was a part where when I couldn't get the game to launch, uh, where I was like, oh, oh yeah. I don't have to do this. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> and, uh, but no, I absolutely have had, it's, the game is not that, is not yeah. that fun at all. Right? Well, because the, part but, of the reason why I wanted to play a little bit more is because, like, when we hopped into your world, yes. Um, yes. I got some new weapons, and I was like, oh, I want to try some of this out. Tried it out. Didn't feel any different than the original guns that I had that I started the game with. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm just going to delete this from my my hard drive because nothing about it is grabbing me. Yeah. No. And, and I I think it's so easy to point out so many worse games, quote unquote worse, because they are technically worse. Sure. This game is the mortal sin of just being boring. Yep. And we just want to, I, I really do want to move on from it. Yeah, it's, it has done nothing. It doesn't deserve this much attention that I'm, it's, I'm giving to, to it in my brain. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I have been playing. Uh, I started the Advance Wars One Plus Two. We did the quick look, yeah. And we were kind of talking during, during it. During this, like, yeah. You mentioned something like, oh, I don't quite love the art style, the battle, and stuff. I, and then, and, I don't like it at all. I love Advance Wars One and Two. Yeah. The reboot, 
I'm glad that it's here, but I don't like the shininess of it. Yep. That's the thing. Like we uh, during the battles, and when you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, man, I remember the GBA ones just looking real sharp. And like GBA graphics look awesome. The, the the sound chip's awesome. And so I realized, wait a minute, I have an analog pocket. And so I just <laughs> oh. re- I was like several hours into the Switch remake, and I've just been, especially with all the travel, I was on like Amtrak's and long cars and stuff. I've just been playing Advance Wars Two on GBA, uh, and it's, I'm having more fun with it on that. I mean, it, it that is a timeless look. It's Game Boy Advance. Of course it is. And, and the changes in the Switch version are very insubstantial. It's like the, the ZR speed-up thing is pretty much... Uh, you, and you could ones. reset your turn. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's, no, it's one looks and sounds better, so I'm just playing that. Yeah. And, it's, you know, and I think that um, for people that are coming to it new... You sure, just go play the Switch version. Yeah, it doesn't. It's good. It's not like it looks so terrible or no. something. And a lot no, of the no. vehicles look good. I think some of the characters don't. I don't like the way the soldiers look. But other than that, I'm fine. But I think the Game Boy Advance ones look better, and they they sit. Of course, they're more nostalgic to me. That's when I fell in love with those games. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I I um I think you made the right choice. I think I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, if you have the urge to go back. Just go back to those ones. So I hadn't seen an analog pocket in person till last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll do it. That's oh, great, huh? Oh, my God. Because like, when you guys that? played Punch-Out when we were on the way to DreamHack, mm-hmm. I was in the front seat. That's so right. Oh, yeah. Uh, but oh my god yeah. seeing that screen something so about sharp, it right so it's just well, I mean so it, it is so the resolution it, so the Game Boy Advance or I'm sorry the Game Boy resolution was 160 pixels by 144 pixels my favorite pixels. aspect ratio yeah the, uh, so the analog pocket is 1600 by 1440 so just 10x on both uh, both uh, axes and it's like so it's just a perfect 10x integer scale so does the analog pocket do any post processing or it's just because of the uh, screen so we can do post processing uh, when in terms of like making it look like other screens so the, you were seeing I was playing on a core that didn't support any of these things but yeah. if you just play on like a Game Boy Game Boy Color they can and you press you hold down the analog button and then left or right on the D-pad you can like okay here's what it looks like back on the dot matrix display of the original Game Boy with the pea soup color and here's the Game Boy Light and here's the game or Game Boy Pocket, and, yeah. and, and here's um, Game Boy Color, and you can go back and forth. But that's all it really does for the most part. There are probably some cores that are messing around with mm-hmm. other post processing effects, but for the most part, the screen is so sharp, you kind of just want to present the games as they look on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because out of all the games you decided to show me, you showed me Stuntman. <laughs> I love for Stuntman GBA. for Game Boy. <laughs> for GBA. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, I. Oh my god, this looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we had this technology back then? First of all, yeah, we did. Like 3D games on the Game Boy Advance was wild, but yeah. the, they it's of course it's never looked that sharp. Yeah, yeah. I saw Chad asking, like, is playing on the pocket that much better than a Steam Deck? And like I I love emulation. I've played plenty on the Steam Deck and everything. There is first of all the form factor I think is yes. way better yes. on it's the 100% pocket. hundred percent it is that. Yeah, and the screen is just so much crisper. And also it's the difference between FPGA and yeah. emulation. Like, Let's be clear, emulation. we're perverts yeah. about that stuff. Oh, so yeah, if yeah. someone is like Hey, is it that much better? No. No, we're insane about we're it. We're insane yeah. about yeah. it, so it is better for us. But but no, if you have a Steam Deck and you're happy with it, keep using your Steam Deck. There's literally nothing wrong with it. And honestly, there's a lot right with it. That's a good way to play a lot of emulated old games. But if you care about that accurate emulation and, and you want that crisp screen and that form factor and have the mm-hmm. shoulder buttons kind of comfortably fall right there and they don't, <laughs> you don't have a lot of extra buttons. Uh, the shoulder buttons are yeah. pretty good. Analog yeah, Pocket is really good. And also they're like, you can find, like they're actually like available to buy now. I think they're a little bit more expensive. I think you have to still wait a little bit. Is it right? a little bit of a wait? I think so. That's, oh, that, that's probably true. Well, after I saw you and Boniello uh, when we previewed You did look Zelda. into it? I, yeah, right away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is maybe not a instant gratification thing. 
Yeah. It's funny how I got uh, turned on to it in the same way, where it's like somebody showed it to me. At yeah, the bar, you have to I see like, it. I mean, was like, oh, I gotta get that. I thing. mean, that like, screen is truly stunning. Like yeah. I was in the front seat, you were looking over the shoulder, yeah. and that was enough. Like, wow. It yeah, like, dude. I could hear your eyes bugging out. I'm like, I oh, get it. Yeah. The, the thing that would set me off the edge, and I'll probably try and pick one up as soon as they become more available. If they made an SP version, oh, oh yeah, the clamshell, clamshell, yeah. yeah, ooh, that'd be great. That is I like, think they will. It's like burned into my memories as like one of the best consoles or Hell handhelds. Yeah. I think they'll, I think they'll do a clamshell one with the Game Boy Advance uh, aspect ratio screen. Oh. Not that it needs it, but it would. That would be nice. The SP is the first one. The first thing that got me into portable games. Really? Like I had an original Game Boy. Back you, don't, you don't like Game Boy, right? Oh yeah. Well, I, I just I had one, but all I had was. Tetris, I think, for the original Game Boy, and I, I would only play attached to the AC because batteries were <laughs> expensive. So it's like I had this like pea soup color and everything. And I never had Super, Super Mario Land. I never had Donkey Kong '94. So I, I just never asked for games for it because I didn't want to like sit on the floor next to an outlet. Same thing with I had Game Gear, barely ever played it. Uh, and then the Game Boy Advance. I remember I worked at Funkoland. It came in. I was like, I can't see the screen. Like Castlevania oh, sure. was so dark. I don't want to worm light and do all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then the SP came out, and it was like, oh shit. Okay, these graphics look amazing. Mm-hmm. It's backlit. The form factor is incredible. And I played the shit out of SP. So that's the thing that got me into it. <laughs> Did you ever circle back and check out any old? Game oh Boy yeah. Games? And so like on the pocket, like it's my favorite oh, thing okay. to travel with. So like uh, Donkey Kong '94, I, I played through, and uh, Mario Land One and Two, I played through. Sure. It's. Uh, yeah, I know. There's a lot of great stuff on Game Boy. I just didn't like the hardware, really. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. I, for me, it was like, um, you know, a lot, a lot of brothers in the house, hard to get time on the TV. Uh, sure, we can go in the basement, but even then, it's like, ah, Game Boy, game, or game Boy games were cheaper, mm-hmm. so it was easier to ask for more of those yes. for my parents, for like birthdays and Christmas, the only time I was going to get games. Sure. And so, I, you know, I would ask us for stuff, and then, uh, and so I ended up playing a lot of Game Boy, and, you know, in the back seat of the car, with the light and my, with the sock blocking the light so that my dad wouldn't get yell at me in the, when we're driving at night with the light on and stuff yeah, like dads that. Dads hate that. They hate that. They, they, they hate it. It's illegal, right? Yeah, yeah that's, what the they told, that's what they told me. <laughs> that is the equivalent of like touching the thermostat. They, yeah. they, they, it had to be know, way worse then because now my kids have the lights on. I barely even notice. Yeah, but like, well, they're all LEDs. And they're right, like, yeah. They must have been like reflecting everywhere. Yeah, and he yeah, sure. thought he was going to get a car. I'm looking accident. at their site now. It's It says ships 2023, which could be seven months, I guess. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, that white one is so clean. I would look at the white one. That looks pretty really good. good. Do I yes. need two analog pockets? <laughs> yes, yeah. white one looks good. When they sent me, they sent me the one they sent me is the, uh, is the black one. That's they, they did send me that. I'm like, man, I kind of hoped. I was hoping they would send me the white one. And uh, oh, whatever, I can't the complain. The buttons too on it's it. Really, I mean, yeah, it's good hardware. Yeah, it's really this, good. I mean, so analog is the same company as Eight Bit Dough, right? Yes, and yes. So, those are also great too. Which they, is like, they, they, so they make solid hardware usually across the board, and that yeah. stuff shows up in something like analog pocket, which they know needs to be solid because it's going to be this expensive thing that, that if there's any complaints about it's going to ruin it the reputation they, the analog also i believe they make uh like a music device called like the op1 and it is the slickest looking thing i've ever seen yes i've seen that yes. that's awesome and i've always wanted to get one but then i always have to remind myself i know nothing about making music no but I like know to play the piano but like maybe i could learn if i buy it I drop fifteen hundred dollars on this thing. <laughs> totally, and what, you're like, this thing's so sick that it's probably makes making you know music a lot easier, right? And if I have it and own it, it'll, it'll force me to learn. Exactly. I just have to think it, and this thing will spit out <laughs> the music I'm thinking about. What do you think about a modded Game Boy Advance, not SP, but uh, with like the IPS screen, and it looks really sharp. Uh, it looks pretty cool to me. 
I keep That's I, pretty cool. I, I like. do yeah. keep thinking about these. Uh, I've thought about doing those yeah. several times, but it's like uh, soldering still scares me. I'm gonna burn my house down. Yeah, they try to make it as easy as possible and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, even like buying one already complete and finished, it's like uh, it's like maybe I kind of want to do it. I have the Evercade cartridge that you could put on there that has, that you could yep. load ROMs on there and mm. stuff. And it's like so I could do it, but I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm happy with the analog pocket. You you solder though, right? No, I just I, I'm really afraid I'm gonna burn my house down if I do it. Okay, so. it's scary. Soldering is scary, but it's also very easy. Can you do it without the giant crazy mask. No, that you're thinking of like welding. Yeah, you think of welding. Okay, I think you'd like, like welding. <laughs> Should I weld? Get into welding. I think you'd like welding. Be a welding guy. Yeah, you want to sure, cut some metal? That's the main thing you can do with welding. Uh, attach pieces of metal together. Yes. Yeah. Well, why would I want to do that? Uh, to what, build superstructures. Yeah, come on. Okay, I mean, I like building stuff in Multiplayer <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Basically that. I mean, yeah, like my life, Tears of the Kingdom. Basically, yeah, it's like Ultra Hand. Yeah, yeah okay. it's Ultra Hand goop. Yeah, for sure. It okay. takes a little longer, though. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. Um, all right, well, uh, the game of the week this week, gentlemen, is Friendship. Oh, Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be... Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to bring up games-related? Uh, actually, has anyone else played Jedi Survivor? I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I have, except I've been playing the PC version. So, so yeah, yeah, you're in a rough state. Apparently, oh, well, I mean, I actually don't think about any news. They're going to update it later this week, apparently. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see if that next update waiting. does anything. I started it and played like 10 minutes of it, and every time I paused, it would break the audio on my P- PC. And I was like, wait a oh, minute. Okay. I didn't even really love the last one, and I'm not one. putting up with it, so I, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing. Yeah, I enjoy it. I'll probably see it all the way through. I'm definitely going to, yeah. 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 Although, now it's like, I get back... I get back Wednesday, mm. Thursday. I'm going to be playing Zelda. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that's broken me is that like I grew up just playing handhelds and preferring that, right? Of course. And like the Steam Deck has just reinforced that love of same having a screen in front of my face. Then anytime I have to fire up the PS5, it's like, but I have to put sit down and play in front of a TV. I, I mean, I, like the place behind me when we do our podcast and our, our shows, like that is set up for me to have, like have the TV and the games, and no one else really uses it. And even then, I'm like, I don't love just sitting down there playing games by myself. So it's like, I want to be playing on the Steam Deck. So when things don't run good on the Steam, or don't run well on the Steam Deck, yeah. I'm usually pretty bummed sure. out. Yeah. But I'm playing that. I'm playing Jedi Survivor on PS5. I'll get back to it. I'll try to play as much, as, as much of it as I can on Wednesday uh, before it's Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. What, on, on the WoW scale, where is it? it it's like, okay, so like, the one was like, wow. It's, it's like, like, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. It's little Nikki. And Jennifer Coolidge saying wow together. Just start, yeah. And wow. then they start making out. And then they start making out. What? I would yeah. love Tongue to see Tongue kissing. Hot. Real hot. That's <laughs> the next t-shirt. Real hot. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't have Photoshop on this computer. I'll figure <laughs> it out. Uh, all right, everybody. We're going to take a quick breaky break. I don't know how long it'll actually be. And we'll be back with some news. Okay, hold on. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's good, y'all? I see you doing your best and put in hours at work, making sure you're available to check in and help family and help the homies. But when's the last time you checked in on you? Y'all got to check in on you because if you forget, you can wind up burning out or stretching yourself a little thin. BetterHelp can help you get in touch with a therapist to help check in on you. Listen, it's 2023. Don't feel any shame seeking out help for anything especially when it comes to therapy. Therapy has done wonders in helping contextualize a lot of my own behaviors, and it's helped me work on what I've got to work on to be the best possible me. 
If you've ever been curious about trying therapy, give BetterHelp a try. The whole thing is online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your busy schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time if that doesn't work out. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BombCast today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash BombCast. Thanks, BetterHelp. Welcome back to the Giant BombCast, everybody. Uh, still here at the table, sitting at the table, friends at a table. Uh, during the break, we're all just holding hands, mm-hmm. uh-huh. just staring intently staring. at each other, doing nice energy pulses. Mm-hmm. Still in the backyard, uh, yep. we just sat in a circle. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. time. Uh, we were trying to play Duck Duck Goose, but then the geese came and attacked. You know us. the Minnesota thing about Duck Duck. Yeah, what is right? it like, Duck Duck Duck, duck Gray Duck? Oh, man. It's, the only, it's the only state in the nation. Or you ask anyone, like, hey, what's that game where you do this? And they're all going to say Duck, Duck, Grey Duck. Oh, is that like a soda and a pop thing? Yeah. It's more like defined. It's like one state. Because soda pop, that's like a whole like region of the country. Yeah, but like uh, Georgia will be like, everything's Coke. So it's like similar yeah. to that. Yep, yep. Duck, yeah, but this duck, is just yeah, one duck. fucking state. Yeah, if you Does go to Wisconsin, it... it's probably Duck, Duck, Goose, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything like, yes, for sure. Everywhere else in the Midwest, it's going to be Duck, Duck, Goose. But it's like... uh doesn't that, doesn't that weird you out where it's like just one place can have it so different? Is it maybe? I just thought of this for the first time. Duck, duck, goose. Goose has two O's. Everybody knows from Minnesota. You talk to Tim Turry and he says like broom. He says broom. Roof yeah, is rough. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's would just, it be duck, duck, goose if it was in Minnesota? No. So that's why they changed it. Maybe they have issues with double O's. Yeah, they're afraid of it. Yeah, they, they, so they fear like, the double O. Sidestep hey, this and say gray know, duck. James Bond really did a number on the, on the double O. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, he massacred. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's this gray duck is so weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, because it's more yeah. syllables. Like, yeah, it is. Like, couldn't they have just said something else that like, had one duck, syllable? Duck, duck, dick. Yeah, yeah. Or duck, duck, like oh, I, don't, dick. I don't know, bird, <laughs> other bird. I don't know. Ah, this dick is chasing me. Billy was a plague fair. I didn't tag him as the dick. <laughs> Everyone's a dick once, you know. Let me do a vote here. I just opened up a bag of Skittles, and they were proudly celebrating. Are they your Skittles on the package? No, you said I could eat your child's Skittles. It says <laughs> the original lime up on the corner. They're advertising that. Hey, we got rid of that green apple. That fun green apple we changed it to a few years ago. Now it's back to lime. I love the green apple. Yeah, I thought there was some backlash against the green was, apple. But they're wrong. It's but they're insane. Mm-hmm. Green, green apple is a way fantastic. better flavor. Yeah. Uh, this just don't listen to assholes. Don't listen to people say gray duck. Uh, we got to figure this out. Yeah, give us green apple skittles. Babe. Yeah, give, give me us a some. whole bag of just green apple skittles. Yeah, I, yeah, I would find that they were really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my partner really likes pink starbursts. They were really good. And then she found a bag of just pink starbursts. Favorites. Wait, what? Oh, just pink or favorites. Favorites is all red, so it's like oh, cherry, no. strawberry, pink. It was all just, just pink. pink. Just oh, pink. nice. Yeah. Okay. This big old bag, and I was like. You don't need any of this. Mm-hmm. And then she slapped me across the face. <laughs> I said something once on a podcast at Game Informer about Love and Favorites, and someone sent like literally like a hundred packs of it or something. And oh, I God. went through like twenty, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking die if I yeah. this. I had to give the rest someone away. Someone has like, to take I, these away I from me. Have to give I, I'm the same way. I, that, that I am just compul- uh, compulsion where I see it, I gotta mm-hmm. eat it. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. Speaking of like fruity stuff, can, can I talk about a fraud real quick? What? Fraud. A fraud. 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 F R A U D. Fraud. Uh, there's a guy named Mike Minotti who's afraid of apples and won't oh, eat yeah. apples. That's sure, gimmick. Sure, sure. That's, yeah, that's his gimmick. Mm-hmm. And, and like he doesn't like apple flavoring unless it's in like a little tiki drink. And then you put any sort of fruit in there you want. And as long no. as there's alcohol, he's okay with it. Wow. So, okay, so we were talking about this. I forget. I think you had to take care of one of the gimmicks real quick during 
Dumpstream. That sounds right. And then Mike and I were talking about tiki drinks, and it was like, yeah, it's the only time I actually like fruit and fruit flavored no, things. I, I get it. Because there are a million foods that Fraud. I will not ever even try or don't like the taste of that okay. you put it in a jelly belly or in like a potato chip flavor. And I'm like, <laughs> like sour cream and onion. I don't ever eat sour cream and I'm not partial to onions. Sour cream and onion chips, delicious. Yeah, because it, it, the, it's a flavor designed to be like uh, addicted to. Yeah, the like most, right. most tasty That's how I prefer my food to be. Right. To be, like oh, science. Give me the we, science. We get chemicals. it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone understands that. Everyone. But no, knows I'm that. just saying. Marty I understand where Minotti's coming from. There, I, you know, I'll defend him. Yeah, here. I mean, you know, I think like the apple flavor is really good. Apples are also very good. He 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 would not do. He says he if it was apple flavored like an apple teeny, he wouldn't do that. So oh, it's, we need to get Mitch on an apple teeny. I think he would like it. He Those would love it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Summer Game Fest. I, we just saw him their Sonic teenies or whatever the fuck he drank at Sonic's birthday. Uh, he went to a Sonic's birthday event. Mm. Yeah, sure. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, Are you calling? Oh, God damn it. Oh, boy. Hello, Mike Minotti. You're on the Giant Bombcast. Uh, can, how can I help you? Yeah, look. Yeah, you're twisting my words. I think you already clicked <laughs> right a bit, but, what does you know. What does different on the phone? <laughs> like, he just always sounds different. Well, I think either. Master Shea called you. <laughs> yeah, hello, Master yeah, Shea. Yeah. <laughs> If the tiki drink, you know, they put some fucking papaya or whatever, lava, <laughs> sure, yeah. Like, if, if they put, like, Minute Maid apple juice or whoever the hell makes that criminal shit, I would know. <laughs> I'd be upset. Bye. I hope you all have fun. Thank, thanks. What was his argument? Uh, so I didn't get any stuff. of that. They put other stuff besides the apple. But if it, well, I think he's saying if it was like minute Just apple, he it was like a, it. yeah, he wouldn't be down with it. I think right. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. I wasn't listening. <laughs> apples are good. Yeah, apples are delicious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, give me that honey crisp. Give me that new and improved mm. uh, cosmic crisp. See, okay, out of Woo. all the hand fruit, I think I'm I've converted. I think I like peaches more. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? Nectarines, ne- like a nice sure. crisp nectarine. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Plum? Are you a plum fan of plums? No, I don't like plums. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Guess what? I don't like plums either, Master uh, Shake. Uh, this is a giant bomb cast. Uh, go ahead. Caller. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, the lime uh, Skittles way better than that. Hang up on him. Hang on. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. I'm blocking that yeah, number. Yeah, do not disturb. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Grub the news. I've got news for you, everybody. Um, I sat at... Uh, at Jeff Bacalar's uh, kitchen table this morning, putting together some news for y'all. Uh, let's start here. Nintendo had its earnings report overnight in Japan. Uh, so far, it has sold 125.62 million Switch consoles worldwide. Uh, that puts it about 30 million off of like PS2 and and uh, DS, but that's better than anything else. It is a lot of systems. What was sold. the number again? 125.62 million. What is there like 300 million in America now? Uh, we're probably closer to like 350, 400 yeah, million. Yeah. It's growing. Okay. Well, still, that's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, wow. That's worldwide, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> over uh, the last, uh, let's see. Switch added another 18 million to its 125 million total over the last year, but that's down 22.1%. It's also down from what they were expecting at the beginning of the year, where they were like, think we're going to do about 21 million Switch systems sold. Only did 18 million. That was them setting really high sights. Uh, 18 million still. Pretty good. It's like just behind eighteen. This, like, this takes into consideration all the different SKUs. Yes, it does. Okay. Now the OLED model was selling faster this year than it did the previous year. Mm. That seems to speak to what is probably happening here. People do want a new Switch, and the and the people that are like sick of waiting, like, well, then I guess I'll get the OLED. I'll just go get the so OLED. Cr- it's, it's not, that's... but it's not. Well, it's an upgrade, yes, but it's not like it's better. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think people are talking themselves into it after like, well, I waited this long. I want mm-hmm. something new. 
I'm going to play these uh, like this game and this game on the Switch, so I'll just get this new one, even though it's not the one I was really waiting for. Okay. And then once we do get that real hardware, whenever that comes, uh, it, it will probably pop off things. Most people have been waiting, and even the people that just bought an OLED probably will step up and get that as well. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Nintendo was forecasting 21 million Switch systems sold at the beginning of the year. Um, in terms of software units sold... It was down 9% to 213.96 million units sold of software. But this is the first time ever that a Nintendo console has sold more than 1 billion units of software. No Nintendo system's ever done that. Every single PlayStation system's done that. But PlayStation has almost always had Call of Duty. And that makes a huge difference. Um, And Grand Theft Auto. And Grand Theft Auto. Things like, Uh, exactly, huge third-party things that just... Nintendo has primarily, for a long time now, been first-party... Uh, a big driver of that is uh, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which, you know what, let's just do this now. Um, I, do, if you guys don't look at the number, if you have, if you, if you already looked, it's fine. How many copies do you think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold? Um, okay, that's only the Switch version, right? This is only the Switch version. Not the Wii U one? Uh, only the I'll say 45 million. I think it's 75 million. Okay, <laughs> I would. <laughs> well, because there wasn't. Uh, didn't they include it? Is that when they no, include it's it? Not a packing. Uh, no, this, 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 there is a skew. There's a skew there? in yeah, that, yeah. but this includes that. Um, but it's uh, yes. But either way, what do you think? Sure, well, that's crazy. Say, You're right. That's crazy. I was going to say seventy, but yeah. you said seventy-five. No, but it's so crazy. That's crazy. We'll I think difference. if you include the Wii U version, you might get close. It's it's fifty-four million. Fifty-four million, which is still that's not that far off. Yes, it. Is. I mean, honestly, in the, sixteen million by off. next year, it might like, be. We all own six- a copy of this game. right? I yeah. was playing it this weekend with my dad, like a bunch. I did like a bunch of Grand Prix, yeah. and it's still fucking great. And those new—it's yeah. my first time playing a bunch of those new courses. Yeah. Like, it's so that is damn good. Fi- that is so insane. I reviewed that game at Game Informer. <laughs> Before I was a giant bomb the first time. Like, that I game mean, is a decade old. So then, like, the question for, for Mario Kart is, like, Mario Kart 9, when? When do we, when do we get a new Mario- console? I mean, it's got to like, be, they just ride the console out. with yeah. it, right? There's still a bunch more Grand Prix to come, like, the courses. Well, technically, there was a new Mario Kart. It's like the AR little drivey guy. Uh, and Mario Kart 9 is, um, actually, I think Nintendo themselves consider Mario Kart, like, Tour for mobile to be Mario Kart 9. Really? As insane as that is. What I think if, so. What about the ride at Universal? <laughs> That's Mario Kart 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, hi, hi, yes, highlights for Nintendo include top performing games like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which has already surpassed 22.1 million copies sold. That is a bananas huge number for a game. Is it not good? It, it had all those technical issues, and he specifically didn't like Scarlet it. Scarlet and Violet murdered my love of Pokemon. That wasn't the 3D one, was it? It, well, it's one of the newer 3D ones. Yeah, it's the most recent one. Oh, you're talking okay. about the 3D, like, running around, exploring the world, the Arceus game? Right, it was Arceus. You're thinking of Arceus. This, come out after this came Arceus? out after yeah. Arceus. This is more traditional? In the same year, yes. It's more traditional, but still right. more of oh, than ever. Right, oh, it ran really bad on Switch. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Okay, right, right, yeah. Uh, Splatoon 3 added 10.67 million. That's added. It already has sold a ton. It sold another 10.67 million. Uh, Switch Sports jumped to 9.6 million, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe added... Eight point four five million in the last year alone. That is better than most new games sell. Period. Yeah. That is that is more than you know. We have the story, but I'll just say it. That is more than Horizon Forbidden West has sold as a new game. That's crazy. Uh, is no, we talked about because I was going to ask: Is Hogwarts Legacy on the Switch? No, no, uh, no, but it's going to be soon. Mm. Oh fuck. <laughs> yep, a couple couple months. Although I don't imagine many people will buy it there because it's gonna be it's gonna run like it's gonna be terrible. Is so. it a cloud one or is it like no? It's gonna be a real deal game. Oh, at least that's what they that's what they say. We'll yeah. see. 
Uh, Nintendo does say that it's expecting further declines, although it does anticipate bumps from, of course, Tears of the Kingdom, Pikmin 4, and DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, Shuntaro Furukawa, the president, said sustaining the Switch's sales momentum will be difficult in its seventh year. Uh, Our goal of selling 15 million units this fiscal year is a bit of a stretch, but we will do our best to bolster demand going into the holiday season so that we can achieve that goal. 15 million, trying to sell 15 million, that's a big number, again, in a seventh year. Okay, here's here's my conspiracy theory. Uh, And I I feel like we've been able to manifest a lot of things on this podcast. True. Uh, I think Tears of the Kingdom is the last hurrah for the Switch. I think after this comes out... Runs its course. Yep. It sells Pikmin, really Pikmin well. in July. That's uh, right. A small little bump, but yeah. Right. What small do you holiday bump? news system, you think? Not not holiday news system. We'll, but we'll like have news, we'll have news on that in a second. But we'll, we'll, start, to, we'll yeah. start to hear about new rumblings of something by I next I, year. Yep. They got to have a big like holiday game this year, though. Something. If they don't have a... I would hope so. We'll next see, year, well, you know? I mean, we have the story that they have like an event coming up, right? Yeah. So let's see. Furukawa said that no new hardware is factored into the company's annual sales forecast. So that runs through March. So he's essentially saying in our forecast, when we say 15 million, oh, well. we're not saying that that definitely doesn't include a new, new hardware through March of next year. Now, I still think that there's a strong chance that we hear about a new, a new Switch follow-up before the end of this year. That's a possibility. Who knows? Uh, but but it does, it, that, that, that does, what he's saying here does not preclude that from happening. Um, and in terms of when it does it actually come out, when does it launch? It probably is, of course, after March, for real. Although they could... Go back on this. This is just saying our current forecast is that the forecast could change if they do decide to launch a system before March. They probably won't. Um, let's see. Nikkei reported separately, which is a Nikkei is a Japanese news publication, uh, that a new console is coming in fairly hot, saying development seems to be progressing well, but a product won't launch before next spring at the earliest. So that is the, the ongoing reporting yeah. okay. as well, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is just what happens right consoles get older everyone has a switch yep. you're selling switches you're selling those oleds to people that probably already have a switch you're mm-hmm. selling multiple switches to people who have multiple people in their family that want to play on the switch that's already all mostly happened and now they're just like okay biding their time gonna see what tears of the kingdom does tears of the kingdom probably will help it get a long way towards that 15 oh, million yeah. number that nintendo switch zelda oled is probably gonna sell pretty well things like that but they, it is on the way out. Like, this is it. Like, this is probably the last really big year for the Switch as we know it. What, I was going to say, if they're looking for something for this holiday, and this is me just uh, guesstimating here, but the thing is, it takes... The, the window from going from theater to Blu-ray now, to streamer, is very short. Yeah. Because I was thinking if it was your traditional, like, six to eight months to a Blu-ray, they could time out a Mario movie game for when it gets released for home in the holidays, but... I mean, that Mario movie is going to wind up on streamers. We know, they're, we know like, they're working on some new Mario thing for sure. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah. But I, I, listen, there's definitely rumors out there where like, oh, Mario, Donkey Kong, all Holiday this stuff. games. I would love a Mario Christmas game. <laughs> Dude, yes, yes. That'd be great. Yeah. Yes, that'd be great. Fucking or like a huge world. That's all piss Christmas on stuff. Christmas night's grave. That's right. Put it in its place. There we go. <laughs> he climbs a tree and slides down it. Yep. And then the, <laughs> Wait, the so where Mario is Santa? Sure. <gasps> Okay. Okay. Yeah, great idea, Bethel. Right. Th- thank you. Cut the check, Nintendo. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I've been working on. Um, yeah, all holiday, the holiday season, Mario and friends. Um, and Yule then, log. Yeah, my uh, uh, Bianca gave me a Christmas gift a year or two ago. It's a red NES cartridge that plays, 
and it is a Mario 2 Christmas edition thing, and it's a, a ROM hack. Oh, like cute. it is like snowing. It's like the actual game though, and he does have like the Santa hat and all that. It's pretty cool. No, no, no. I my better my version's better. Oh, right. <laughs> a shoot oh, like, one, a shoot the, one. Yeah, okay. I, I want his fat ass to go down chimneys, uh, delivering instead of pipes. It could just be a chimney. Yeah. I mean, what are chimneys if not pipes? If not, yeah, true, warp right? pipes. True, yeah. They're two way pipes. Oh, everyone knows they're Christian warp pipes. That's exactly. all they are. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that's what. That's how it has to work. That's how the holiday is. That's beautiful. Uh, I think that we probably uh, have to get a Mario game coming up either at the very end. If that is the big holiday game, that's cool. If not, it's probably an early launch game for a follow up Switch. But you're, I mean, you're right, Dan. We're going into this holiday. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. Something. Now, DLC from uh, Scarlet and Violet will be a pretty big thing for that audience, but um, I feel like they need to have something on top of that. And I, I mean, but, or if they don't, well, then they probably do. They are, are like using that time to announce the new hardware and just moving us all into that. That's a possibility as well, I guess. At this point, wouldn't you think that uh, Metroid Prime has to be the next console? Like we haven't heard anything. Well, I that. think it's cross-platform. Mm, I, I think yeah. I think they announced. I think I. That's why I think Metroid Prime Four is probably one of those games that does come out like either by next spring or a little bit later, yeah. and it launches alongside the next hardware, but also runs on a an original Switch. I it's. It's retro. They are really good at technology. It could probably that would probably be fine. Uh, although I think maybe I would prefer personally for it. Here I'm split because it would probably run a lot better mm-hmm. if it was just on the new hardware. But I want Metroid to sell, and yeah. I think a Metroid Prime Four on a Switch where everyone's excited and it delivers and has a chance to sell five million copies or more. That would be really nice. Yeah, I was also hoping that like Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD would come to the Switch. Yep, but like, if the next console is actually like good at backwards compatibility, maybe we could have all of them on that. Like, did the Wii U have like all of them between the Virtual Console and it had, had a lot of those HD? It had, had Breath of the Wild. It had a lot of them. Yes, it had Wind Waker and it, uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild. It had uh, Twilight Princess HD. Yeah, it had like the the Game Boy Virtual Console. Like, Wii U's got to be the one where you can like legit get the most. It was Zelda for, games, for right? a lot of for the, a lot of Nintendo franchises. The Wii U was the place to play mo- most of them. Yeah, and now yeah. that store's closed. <laughs> uh, and now it is that uh, there's no way to play them yeah well hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Nintendo did update about it, its software um, I do have the list here we said Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was at 54 million how many copies sold do you think Animal Crossing New Horizons has these are the top 10 best selling Nintendo Switch games by the way this of is number 2 of, of Switch all time of all time 35 I was going to say 30 Crossing, I was going to say 22 let's go with 42.2 wow. That was pandemic game. That was the beginning. It was of the, the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. The, the, the biggest bummer here is that I feel like it hasn't gotten any support. Mm-mm. No, like zero to nothing. Right? They, they did, they, they, they did like, that first year of stuff that was like probably planned beforehand and maybe a little bit extra. But you're right, it wasn't great. They had like an additional island. I think we did a quick look of it. It's like they added the pipes that you could use to warp Asian pipes. Uh, what Christian, Christian, Christian pipes? pipes. Oh, yeah, Christian pipes. Yes, yes. They had um, they had merch at the Nintendo World Store in New York for it. They well, so, yeah, like because uh, yeah. people show up for that. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. This is number three. So you're gonna and it's you know start bringing 30, things down a little 30, bit. Yeah, 30, 31.09 million. So about yeah, thirty. Yeah, that's uh, right. You guys are right in that right range. Uh, Breath of the Wild is number four. What do you guys think? Twenty five. Uh, it is getting right there to thirty million, twenty nine point eight one million. Nintendo's really good at this. Uh, Breath of the Wild that is far and away the best selling Zelda game. Really, by a huge amount. Hell yeah, yes, by a That's huge awesome. amount. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. This is around the twenty mark. Uh, this is how you guys have a guess. I, I don't know. Twenty five point eight two million. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Twenty. 
Oh, I really? It's not. It's it this low. I, yeah, 17? it should be a lot more. Now, it, it, it twenty-one. Is, it is twenty-five point seven six million. Anything over twenty-five million is a <laughs> massive success. I know. How, how does it compare to other Mario's like Galaxies? It's also. Like, it's also got to be the best selling. Really? Oh, once okay, it's, like, it's like Super great. Mario Brothers. Like Super Mario Brothers was a packing mm-hmm. game. It would have been everywhere. More than like three. I think. Um, well, three might have been more. You're yeah. right, but like it, it, like modern modern Mario games, especially like. Uh, any three, like by far the best selling 3D Mario game without even like 64, just blast, yes, without even that. a question. Yes, that's one had 64. I think, wow, but I think it's more this, than three. I think this is more Super Mario Odyssey at 25 million might be more copies sold of that than in 64 sold. That's oh, awesome. Shit. You know, that I'm glad to hear that because it kind of bummed me out back in the day when during the Wii generation, I remember reading that the new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Which, at that point, the new thing, the, the novelty was kind of over, and it's, it yeah. didn't feel yes. as creative. And I was like, I heard that that sold way more than yes, Galaxy. And I was yeah. like, oh, no, I hope we're not doing... So, I hope they're not doing away with a single-player, big, right. ambitious, Dude, mainline Mario series, you know? That is fucking crazy. There's 33 million Nintendo 64s. Okay, so it's, okay, so it's just behind that. It's basically... Yes, almost, it's right there. I couldn't, wow. Yep. Isn't that insane? 33 million 64s globally? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. 33 huh. million. The, the market for video games was smaller, and the N64 that's wasn't as successful as PlayStation. Yeah. Dude, and I, the audience was smaller. Yes. Think about it. The total yeah, audience was just smaller. Everyone had 64. Yes, but not your, like, you know, I, like, I, was your it, parents is, have a 64 is, in How much was GameCube? GameCube might be the one that was like 25 million. 250? It's like 25 million. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I think you're saying how much did it sell for? Oh, 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 oh no. Okay. Yeah, yes. GameCube's was uh, under, just under 22 million. Yeah. What about Wii U? Uh, um, I that was that's that. that is fifteen million, I think. Um, Virtual Boy, uh, that's like Three. less than one. Oh, Wii U, <laughs> less than one. Well, so we less was... than one million. Yes, I think so. Oh, it's like it's like eight hundred thousand. Wow. I think we yeah. was a hundred and one million. Wii U is thirteen and a half million. Yep, thirteen. Okay, thirteen. Wow. Jeez. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is already at the twenty-two that we talked about. Super Mario Party is the was this the seventh. Best selling. This is not Mario Party Superstars right, either. That, at? that is that's oh, coming up fast. It it's is. Not a, it's, it's not a win for you, dude. Nineteen point one four million. Means, no, I'm clapping because that means I'll get more if they keep selling well. Uh, Super Mario Party at nineteen point one four million is about as good as a Marvel Spider-Man game sells. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like no joke. Hell yeah! Uh, Putting that's, that into scale, Jesus. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's definitely also more than like a Last of Us. It's more than a, a yes. It, and it, this is like wow. deep. On, this is like many down on their list. It's about twice as well as a Last of Us Part Two. It's twi- it sold twice as many copies as the last one's part two. Uh, Super Mario Party. That breaks my brain. Uh, new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. U Deluxe. This is the port of the 2D one. So this shows that there is still a lot of demand for that 2D because this is a port of a 2D one. Yeah. Uh, 15.41 million. Jesus. And then Ring Fit Adventure is the number 10 best-selling Switch game. What? Oh, the exercise games for Nintendo always do well. It, it's a good one. 15.38 million. <laughs> again, again, really good 50% more than Last of Us Part 2. What? Jesus. Why don't they and that game's eighty dollars. <laughs> that game's eighty dollars. Quality over like quantity. The... Quality over quantity. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, that's the thing. And I mean, look, like, and that's also well, okay. It's not all... quality over quantity because there's two Pokemon games on there. <laughs> sure, sure. The other thing too is that these games are never discounted, and they're very no. affordable. They're very they get che- produce them very cheaply, which right? is not the right word, but they, that's you, you know what I mean. So like, Last of Us gets to a point where it's like ten bucks sometimes, and it costs two hundred million dollars, right? Make. And it still is only fifty percent. Now that's you know, uh, Sony's a very PlayStation, a very profitable business. Sure, sure, sure. Nintendo's profits six point six billion dollars, and that was down year over year. That's for the year. So I mean, Scrubs. It's they they are running an operation that they where they know how to make a lot of money and they know how to sell a lot of games. And yeah, uh, they are probably going to announce new hardware here in the next calendar year or or a little bit more than that. 
New Mario. And we're going to be coming off of a, a Tears of the Kingdom that is almost certainly going to be the biggest launch of the generation as long as everything goes according and to And an extremely successful movie starring the face of Nintendo. Yep. They're in a strong place. They are fucking killing it right a now. A very strong three out of five Mario movie. Yes. Um, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. The sure. most three out of five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Jan's thought, not mine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I said it. I yeah, said you it. said it. <laughs> I don't want to take credit for it, but you're exactly right. They, uh, uh, mm, yeah, no, go ahead. That doesn't need to go. No, you know... Um, <laughs> I feel like it's been a minute since I've we've like had the conversation about the next switch. Um, and like, I don't know, maybe it's not as exciting as it could be, but like, I think about it a lot where like, it's very clear the shortcomings that the switch sort of suffers yeah. from. You're not wrong. Um, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why it slowed down a little bit more than they yeah. were expecting. I think Nintendo's was like, Hey, it's still that system that everyone loved. And everyone's like, it feels a little bit older. Than it did yeah. last year. Oh, totally. But I don't fundamentally think uh, aesthetic wise that it leaps in a wildly different direction. No, I mean, I, right? mean, I think the, the conventional wisdom here is that the Switch 2 is just a Switch 2. Right. I think that's right. Now it's Nintendo, so they could do anything. Sure. I mean, Nintendo hasn't tried to keep up with the Joneses on a technical basis since the GameCube generation. You know? so <laughs> right. It's but like, that's not going to be par with. No, you know, but, right, like, but that's the scary thing. It's like they always try to do something out of whack and they try to do something different. But I don't. Th- I, I think the temperature is much more specific now, where it's like, no, you just need to give us like a p- more powerful. My, my hope here and my thinking is that they are working very closely with Nvidia. They had uh, they announced a twenty year partnership with Nvidia at the beginning of the Switch life cycle, so we're seven years into that. Um, and Nvidia is going to be like, yeah, I mean, listen, Nintendo, we know you're going to Nintendo, go do your weird stuff. Sure. But here is the same hardware, way more powerful, way more efficient. It right. has all of these awesome software and hardware gimmicks that we could throw in here, like DLSS and, yep. and frame generation and all these things that we've been working on on the PC side. And the more developers that use this stuff on your system, it's going to be better for us on PC. So we're happy to throw all this stuff on top at a reasonable price. Uh, how do you feel about that, Nintendo? And we know that we can produce this stuff at quantity because you're going to sell probably another 125 million of these next systems. So we're willing to give a deal. I think NVIDIA kind of drags them a little bit, just a little bit. They're not going to change the trajectory of what a trajectory of what a Nintendo is, but I think they can be like, well, let's rein you in. Like, let's give you the hardware that makes the most sense. Just let us do that. I think that probably does happen. So I know that the OLED was developed also to kind of satiate the desire for a new switch. Do you think that was also a test of whether or not people would still continue to want that form factor? Cause yes, you could dock the OLED switch, but the point of it is just to play it because of the OLED screen. So what I'm getting at is, Switch to whatever the next console is, is it going to be the same form factor of like a handheld? I, I think it will be. I don't think they are interested in making that a, a exclusively docked uh, console, if you will, like a yeah. traditional it, console. Is there a world, though, where like the dock part of it is minimized or it's just like an HDMI out on the system with maybe a little stand instead of the yeah, like, power? Maybe. You know, I could maybe. see I could see the, the big change being. A wireless sort of HDMI signal that enables oh, them. See, I, the, the, the that enables them to do, do dual screen stuff. Is what I think. Right, but like the second you introduce wireless shenanigans, well, I, I mean, feel like <laughs> that stuff's getting better. Maybe they yeah, maybe but like wireless it, HDMI. Sure, sure. I, listen, I, I, as long as it's all figured out, if it's any sort of experience anywhere close to what the Wii U is like, I mean, you could sneeze in between a Wii U and a TV. Exactly. It, if it's like know. that, then no, thank you. But yeah. I, I just think if they're going to go for a gimmick and they figure that out, that, that might be it. Otherwise, uh, the, the the real reality here is they they had multiple development teams that would work on Game Boy games and DS games and then their home console games. And now those are all one teams. 
Uh, they all have to work on the same stuff. And so it's like, because of that, they are sort of limited by, well, we can't have a home console because we're definitely 100% going to have a handheld because of Pokemon. There's no world totally. in which we don't have a handheld. So it's always going to wear those two so, hats. So if we're going to make a console, it's got to be able to be a handheld. And that means I think this form factor, they're, they're, they're handcuffed to it in a way that I think they are right. happy to be handcuffed I think to it. would be silly not to. It's, yeah. okay. it, the, the gimmick works exactly the yeah. way we all wanted it to. And the playbook is so <clears throat> obvious almost too. Like it's already written of like, you've got to fix your Joy-Con bullshit. You gotta like make sure those things are just not wonky and weird and fucking annoying and you know, acting uh, misbehaving and whatnot. And like that's kind of it. Yep. You're still getting friend codes. Yeah. Well, whatever. (laughs) That look. I don't think that ship will ever turn around (laughs) and like magically work. But uh, yeah. All right. uh, Let's stick with some Nintendo news for a little bit. Nintendo Live 2023 in Seattle gets event dates. Uh, Nintendo is going to hold this in-person themed event on September 1st through September 4th. That put it's completely concurrent with PAX West, which means if you're in Seattle and you're hanging out for PAX West, dip on over as long as you're able to get free tickets, which you'll have to register for. Uh, registration begins May 31st. you got to go to the Nintendo Live website, sign up with your Nintendo account, and they'll get you free tickets. Uh, but then, yeah, you can go to this thing, and apparently it's going to have hands-on time with video games, but then they're going to have themed rides i guess probably okay. smaller like they're gonna have attractions mm-hmm. uh, and it's gonna be a pop-up thing it sounds like a very good time now here's 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 the question that i come back to with this thing this sounds fun i want to go to it we'll see we'll see if we can get out to pax west that'd be great but why is nintendo doing this unless they have a big game coming out in the holidays right right because yeah. we're going to be pretty far removed from tears of the kingdom at that point yeah whenever they would do those gimmicks where it's like hey we got a bus that's going around the nation and it's going to have six kiosks in there and it's all our big games of the year like but it's all like new games they're not like here's shit that came out right. six months and ago, sometimes so. it was like you know they were scraping the bottom of the barrel sometimes yeah i mean it, it wasn't it was, always the most it, it wasn't it was always wii u. Zelda it was a lot of Mario. wii u stuff yeah totally yeah but like they gotta have something that they're willing to show this up. is definitely this definitely comes out of the budget that was doing e3 stuff right because because sure. they would they would put yeah, on those big yeah, themed yeah. booths at e3 oh, yeah. and now this is in seattle this is clearly the treehouse nintendo of america team using that budget doing something else with it um, so do you think this is maybe happen- happening under its own momentum of like, we have the people, we have the money, we have to do something with it? Or do you think there's a game behind it trying to convince them that this is worth it? I just don't know what the game would be. Yeah. Arms 2? <laughs> That's a good one. Feet. Yeah. Feet. There we go. No, no. Arms 2 colon feet. feet. No. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think that, you know, the, the, you know, the, the other question is, are they going to have a June Direct that's still up in the air. I haven't heard one way or the other. But if they do, I think they can announce a big game. Maybe it's, it's it comes out this holiday, holiday yeah. and then that's the stuff that they're showing off in a Nintendo. Live. Blinks the time sweeper. They bought it from they bought it from Xbox. Yes, Phil Spencer got. He's like, man, this is too much game for us. Yeah. <laughs> Am I remembering right that there was was there ever any rumors of like a full scale like Donkey Kong game? Yes, like there was. Okay. Yeah, so that's one of the big rumors. Is that for that you know, and that's it's hard to pin down. There are a lot of competing rumors about that. Oh, it's going to be 2d. It's going to be 3d. Um, it was in, in the works at Activision and then Nintendo took it over at one of like toys or Bob or something was working oh, on it in the right. same way that Nintendo works with a lot of partners sure. on like, you know, uh, right. I wouldn't but, want that. Yeah. Well, toys or Bob's very good. Um, oh, I stuff, yeah. but I, I would want like first party Nintendo. Don't sure. Um, that's, know. that does sounds like, that sounds like what it turned into. If that rumor is true. Sure. Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, Mario game, a Donkey Kong game. Either way, the what rumor is, it's the Mario team. Like that and made that Mario team Odyssey. hasn't done anything since... Or they did Bowser's Fury, Bowser's right? Fury, which is probably a little... It's got to be a bit of a distraction. It's causing yeah, a little yeah. bit extra time. I, at least I think that's the team that did it. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's fucking good. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so if, I, we are... 
far removed from like the last real Mario game. We are getting the next Zelda game. Uh, the last time that we got either of those, if we're not counting Bowser's Fury, there was a Mario and a Zelda in the same year. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, other Nintendo news, it is losing its mind about Tears of the Kingdom piracy. Um, it has begun going after a lot of emulation uh, uh, emulation developers and the people that produce the keys to basically do Switch emulation. So there's these tools where you can use to dump the keys from a Switch, and then you can turn your Switch into a little emulation, not an emulation thing, but you could run pirated games. Uh, they've gone after that stuff. This has scared away some developers of what are likely legal and completely legit switch emulators but the skyline emulator for android they're running and like i think they might even got it they might have got a cease and desist letter but emulators are legal as long as they do it the right way they are not taking any risks they're done they're not going to do it they don't want to fuck with nintendo and nintendo's out there throwing their weight around uh they're throwing their weight around so much that they're also like getting some false positives they uh they banned alana pierce from twitch for watching someone else's Tears of the Kingdom preview. I just don't understand. For this watching existing watching. footage. Yes. It was it was skill ups YouTube video of him being invited by Nintendo to go see the game at the event that you guys went to. He had some footage. He put it on his YouTube channel. That's up there. You're allowed to watch it. Wait, so it wasn't even footage of the leak? It was not leaked at all. It is publicly available. Just her reaction to her reaction to not to a video. leak. She's not watching no. or reacting wa- to a leak. She is not watching a leak. She is watching a, someone else's uh, uh, approved by Nintendo right. preview. So, It'd be like someone watching like our thing. And yeah. Yes. But wow. So, so okay. So fine. That happens. Where's the justification? Like what? It was. It's clearly them just not caring about making mistakes because they're so worried about the leaks. They're so worried about the piracy. But they, like, they don't seem like the type of company to overreact. To of something. course not. This is why it's. This is why it's, it's news. Out of, out of character. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I just yeah. wouldn't expect this of them. I'm just surprised. Like Alana's still banned. Like the. No, I, I think, think she got unbanned. She probably oh, got unbanned okay. by so, now. Yeah. So they were just like. It was always going to be temporary. Like these bans on Twitch are usually temporary. Yeah. But it was. She was in the middle of watching it and got banned. I know so if we streamed out us watching our own video, we could get be, banned. We could get banned. It's bannable. If I put Pop that video on right now right. on my laptop, let's fucking go! No, 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 no! no. Yeah, I don't have the time to un- uh, untangle this. <laughs> yeah, that, that is just so. I mean, clearly Nintendo. I mean, that was why my headline was Nintendo's losing their mind. Right? That's what it feels like. They've they are. They've mind. been insane the whole yes. time. And then, like, yeah. of course, this was all. Good. We all knew this was going to happen with this game. It was going to leak. It was going to break street date. Someone was going to get that. They were going to dump it online. Then all the pirates are going to be playing it. And then Nintendo was going to just. Began throwing hands at anybody that was stood in front of them, and everyone was going to catch them. Yeah, and I, here think we are. I, I think I saw like because I follow the Costco subreddit as uh, everyone does. Yeah, of course, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think like some a Costco broke street date for Tears of the Kingdom, oh, shit. and then I think like that post immediately got deleted. I bet, <laughs> I bet it did. Yeah, what happened to that Costco though? Uh, it's noobs. a parking lot now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no onions. It's just obsidian. It's like, yeah. oh, what fireball? It's yeah. missed it's a lot of upon deliveries. This. No bet. Caesar salad. Fury no Bowser. Onions. No Costco. I just Fury Doug Bowser, yeah. Jack Black just walked up to yeah. him. Yeah, He's just yeah. literally put a big tarp over it. It's done. <laughs> uh, all right. My Some hot dogs. Yeah. Some other news here. Let's see. Where was it after this Nintendo news? Play On is restructuring a number of its acquisitions. What is Play On? I was going to ask. Wait, Play On? Oh, no, that's on live. That's right. It's not on live. There's no is play this on. some Tommy Tallarico thing? No. <laughs> is this a material they put on pans? That's a good, good guess. Uh, Teflon. Play On oh, was much known as, you have the beat button, as Cock Media. Cock? I'm sorry? Cock no, Media. Oh, 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 K- he's hitting the beep, I'm K-O-C-H? sure. Uh, K-O-C-H? Uh, K-O-C-H. Uh, I, I think which, I, it's right. German, so I think it's Koch. 
media. I thought it was Coke. Coke. I don't think it's actually Coke. When it's German, I think it is Coke. Depending on how cock comes out of your mouth, it's like it's, Yeah, depending on how the cock comes out of your mouth, right. uh, that's what's going to make a difference there. Wow. Um, it is going so, out of your mouth. Yeah, the cock they, out of your mouth. <laughs> they are restructuring three of their labels. Uh, Raven's Court, Prime Matter, and Deep Silver will all be disbanded and put brought together under uh, Play On. Is Cock Media basically like the company in uh, Succession, where it's just this huge Waystar? super ra- ra- Waystar Royco, where it's uh, like they own a bunch. Embracer of, Group is that. Embracer, but they're outside of games too. Embracer, right? like, don't they do? Uh, they, there's probably that. Like the people that own Embracer probably are doing stuff outside of games. You don't as know well. Cock Media. I, I feel like weren't they a thing like way outside of video games? Too? Uh, like, you're, okay. you're thinking of the. I think you're thinking of the Coke David brothers. the Koch brothers. Yeah. I think that's what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah. and yes, they are. They're like oil they're barons. Yeah, 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 that's exactly. What I'm thinking yeah, exactly. They own a lot of. And they, but they are definitely. They definitely are the Succession. one hundred percent. Okay. Uh, and I, didn't they actually uh, take it over from their dad or something like oh. that? Maybe I think so. Any, uh, any I think one uh, of them's dead too. So yeah, one of the same family. family at all, or any cross the Coke media? Or? Uh, there, no, so this okay. is completely, completely Un- unrelated. Related, yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. Uh, different cocks. All right. So Deep Silver is you know known for Dead Island. They've done you know, they've done a lot of stuff. Sure. The, the um, Saints Row games. They, no longer. Uh, they will now just be part of Play On, uh, along with Raven's Court and uh, and Prime Matter. Prime Matter is a newer studio. I don't know if they put out much yet. Uh, Raven's Court does family friendly sim, sim games, but this just feels like one of these things that was going to happen with this acquisition, where uh, Saints Row didn't do very well, and you know Dead Island. Okay, Dead Island came. It seems like it did pretty well, but it's too little, too late. And so now everyone's got to sort of like get mingled together, and we're going to restructure this just because that's the only thing that we can think of to do to make this thing profitable. Um, Embracer Group, which, which is the parent group or parent company of Play On, owns a ton of stuff, and yeah. and we've everyone's always been wondering this entire time: how are they going to make money from this? How does this make sense business wise? You've just been acquiring, 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 and it's like, well, you know what? It seems like they never really figured out that side of it. It was they were getting bigger. And we'll figure it out later. And now here they are. They got to make money now, and they haven't figured it out later. And these studios are paying the price. Uh, all right. For Bi- oh, for Bison, Horridan West. For Biden. For Biden. Favorite <laughs> Bubsy game. Horizon Forbidden West has sold nearly as well as The Last of Us Part Two. Gorilla revealed it has sold 8.4 million copies. That puts it behind God of War Ragnarok's 11 million in four months. Four months. It's also behind The Last of Us Part Two's 10 million over two years. But that's two years, and and Last of Us, uh, Horizon Forbidden West isn't that old. Also uh, behind the last two Mario parties, uh, and behind uh, the 13 million copies of Luigi's Mansion Three, no. of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, so but the, the, so that's that's pretty good. People were like, oh, you know, it's up there, but it's not on the same echelon as a Last of Us. No, it's right there. It is right there with the, with the Last of Us. I think it's easy to overlook Horizon. I do, but I think it's easy because it always comes out right next to some other big game. So it's, it's like the greatest oh, yeah. games of all time. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, whatever. It's not doing as well as the other game, and it's usually not. But it's still doing really well, especially compared to other games, first party games from PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, people like boring stuff sometimes. <laughs> I think it's boring too. What do I say? Like, it's a yeah, boring ass series. Yeah, I, you know. Okay, sorry. No dig. I no, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. What can I say? I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sony is shutting down a studio. Concrete Genie Studio is ending its run. Here is the what they posted on Concrete Twitter. Concrete Genie. Yeah, they developed. They developed Concrete Genie. Um, as we look to new futures, we wanted to say a heartfelt thank you to the millions of passionate players who have supported us and our mission to make beautiful, imaginative games with heart. We are so grateful. 
Uh, separately, in a statement to IGN, Sony said, PlayStation Studios regularly evaluates its portfolio and the status of studio projects to ensure that they meet the organization's short- and long-term strategic objectives. As part of a recent review process, it has been decided that Pixel Opus, the developer, yeah. will close on June 2nd. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Sony's still in that mode where they are min-maxing, where they are like, hey, this studio has had success. We we're going to do more of that. We're going to do a lot more Horizon because Horizon's selling. And then Japan Studios, well, they're not really doing a lot of stuff that's sold in a long time. Close them down. And it's like, well, okay, we're past that. It's like, well, now Pixel Opus, like Concrete Genie, that's... Yeah, people re- they reviewed well enough. People talked about it, and, and then they didn't talk about it, and then it didn't sell. And now that studio's shutting down. That's... Uh, I think it's, it makes sense for where Sony's at, where they were trying to make sure that every single thing they do is a big hit. Mm. Uh, PlayStation probably has deals for Konami's upcoming games. Uh, multiple people are reporting that Sony has an exclusivity deal for Konami's upcoming slate of games. That includes the previously announced Silent Hill 2 uh, remake, but it also includes the unannounced Castlevania and Metal Gear projects. Mm. I've heard this as well. Are we, are we motorcycles? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you like Castlevania? Yeah. Marty, you like Castlevania? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, agree, Marty. Almost Me English. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simply the Night, or do you like the NES ones? Circle of the Moon. Circle of the Moon. I know. I know. He's a big, dumb idiot, isn't he? <laughs> You're a good boy. Anyway, I've heard this as well. And uh, I think it's probably true. I think we probably find out about uh, one, if not both of these deals at a PlayStation showcase that is happening soonish because I've heard this as well. I've been able to mostly confirm as much as you confirm something that is going to happen in the future and could move still. But yeah. as much as you can confirm it, the week of May 25th is the next PlayStation showcase. Getting ahead of the like Summer Games Fest stuff. Yes, and that's yeah. been the plan for a while and they've stuck with it. That's why I'm feeling pretty confident about it. But having that date now. Should that be this month? Uh, it's going to be the, probably the last Thursday of the month, yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yes, listen. May 25th turns out to be this month. Yeah, it's May. Yeah. Uh, May, like, uh, May 25th, it's the, it is that week. It could come on a Tuesday or Wednesday. It's probably going to be that Thursday, though. Uh, so May 25th itself. Um, this is a showcase. This is not a PlayStation State of Play. What's this the difference? Is, so it's basically their E3. For the last several years, okay. they haven't been in E3. They would so have this is going to be long. It's going to be their big boy showcase. where like, May. They, uh, yes, May. Maybe. You hear that? Yeah, this that, month. That's this month. Yeah. This month. Yeah. So you think they'll announce it way ahead of time? Or like cause some state of play is they'll be like, hey, join us tomorrow. You know? So I think because it's a showcase, they will. I think they're going to announce it probably a week ahead of time. But okay. man. But oh, they man. might not. They might not. Soon. I don't know. But, Get ready. Uh, but like, so yeah, like a state of play is they can come in like, we don't have any first party stuff. We should have some partner games. Right. Or we do have some first party stuff, but it's like 20 minutes. Sure. And it's like, it feels kind of like a, a diet direct. And these showcases have all been pretty much... Big bangers with a lot of big announcements, a lot of stuff to get very excited about. Uh, and they put, and they wanted to do this when I first heard about it. They wanted to do this at the end of last year, hmm. uh, or you know, in the, near near the end of last year. Uh, a lot of the studios weren't ready at the time. They didn't have their games in a state where they could show it or get an asset ready to show it quick enough. And that stuff is very time consuming these days. It just it distracts from developers working on completely unrelated things to even make a CGI trailer, let alone a gameplay trailer. Sony definitely likes gameplay trailers. So they gave them a lot of extra time. Here we are. It does sound like they're going to get everything ready, and it's going to be a pretty big deal. And you think about it, Sony needs this because we are past God of War Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. We know Spider-Man 2 is coming. 
We know Wolverine's coming, but then what's after those? Two games, two games from Insomniac? What is everyone else doing? Well, it's time to find out. Is Wolverine exclusive? Yes, very oh, much really? so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Snicked. Oh, <laughs> nice. This year? Next year. Okay. Uh, yeah. At least I think, I think they've confirmed. If they haven't, that's what I heard. It could be as early as next year. It could be a little bit longer. Metal than Gear. That. It's going to be Metal Gear. It's going to be Metal Gear. Uh, uh, I mean, but, uh, uh, so Konami showing up there. I mean, does that sound right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yes. Because it's yes. been a while since we've heard of even the Silent Hill stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we got to get updates on that. You're right. We got to get updates on that. Dude, if Konami like, just came back, that would be awesome. And that's the thing. I, as part of hearing about this is Sony was facilitating the return of a lot of these games, which is where the exclusivity comes from. Right. Probably means pretty long-term exclusivity, if, if not exactly what the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is seems to be a permanent exclusive, at least permanently not on Xbox. That might happen here, but uh, the, those details aren't available. Two questions. Uh, Death Stranding 2, is that this year? I think so. Is, well, maybe no. No, is it next year? I think it's next okay. year. Was I don't I can't believe Dan just asked that question. Well, no. I, <laughs> I like Death Stranding. I know, I'm not I, Metal Gear obsessed with I it. I know now you do. Was Death Stranding and 2, are they exclusive to Sony? Yes. Yeah. So uh, Sony's so, working well, with Konami. They're on, no, PC. It's on PC. PC. Yeah, yeah. It's on PC. Yeah. Oh, but, but Sony. Okay, so it's Sony, not on Xbox. Sony owns the copyright to Death Stranding. And, and like when you go on Steam, you could see that. Like, they, like, they're listed oh, okay. as the copyright owner and stuff like that. So they're involved very much with Death Stranding. So Sony's working with Konami and Sony works with Kojima. So, yeah, that's. Is there any chance. So that that was that red was yarn out. always that was always you the, want Sony to parent trap yes yes exactly I don't know if I do because I'm fine with Metal Gear being done because like we told the story we I guess did I just want yes, the re- we you did I think this is, just keep do the remakes do Snake Eater and then let Kojima keep doing his weird shit with Death Stranding I, well, maybe I, that's the best case scenario. I think the good news for you is that's almost certainly what's going to happen okay. I don't think even Sony can bridge that gap because yeah, I don't even want him to do more Metal Gear right uh, you know? so um, that, but that was always that, that was always the rumor <laughs> I mean, that's that, what like, you want man. That when people started hearing about this they started doing that math as well oh, Okay. like if anyone gets Sony back together with or uh, Konami back with, together with Kojima to make more Metal Gear it's going to be Sony so that's what's happening uh, or when the Silent Hill rumors were also swirling around with this, uh, they were like, oh, he's working on a new Silent Hill. Oh, and it's that... Um, Silent Hills PT? Or? Yeah, but it was like that weird game that turned out to be a huge... Boktai? Fi- the fi- sun fiasco. is in your hands? And no, not a Kojima game at all. It's, it was like a, a fake game. It doesn't matter. But it, like, Wait, what? What fake game? I come, I, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it. Wait, what? Describe it. It was. Uh, it got a PlayStation blog, and uh, the, it was this weird. Oh, that did that game ever come out? The weird, like, oh, everyone thinks it's Silent Hills, and they, they yes. took a number out of the trailer. Yes, and, and I was yeah. like, at the time, like, guys, this is not Kojima. Kojima's a different blue box, blue box, yes, or something? blue yeah. box, and yes. they were leaning abandoned. Into it. Thank abandoned. you. Yeah, and they were leaning into it in a way where it's like, shut up, guys. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. at the time yeah. when that was happening, this was con- this was happening concurrently with the early parts of the rumors oh, of Sony wow. going to okay. Konami. And then they're like, well, then clearly this is that, and this is them, and this is the Silent Hills, and it's all happening. And it's like there was a lot of mistakes there where that just none of that was happening. They were way worse at that than like when uh, Kojima was doing the like Joaquin Mogren. Oh, it was embarrassing because well, they're actually really bad. Abandoned's not a real game. It never was. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. But the Joaquin Mogren stuff, God, I think so fondly of that. Well, of just it, like <laughs> premiering a game at the Video Game Awards and not saying it's Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> People figured it out in like six hours. Not saying that it was like Kojima, right, at first or whatever. Like, no, it was Joaquin Mogren. He yeah, got right. a bunch of band-aids on his face and Keely interviewed him. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Yes. And all these Media times like this is this is irresponsible. Like, no, it's fucking hilarious. No, it's rules. It's so funny it and cool. Ruled. Yes, I fucking love and, it. And I love the part like months later, Kojima was just fine. I think Kojima got a little bit sucked into that bandit thing where they're like, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know if you're a real game, fine, whatever. I'll I'll listen to what you have to talk about there. But later, eventually, he was just like, 
Um, the people that thought I was doing that again, I would never do the same gimmick again. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. It's like, yeah, you're, you know what? I knew that. Of course oh. you weren't. Yeah. So, he'll innovate. Uh, <laughs> I think that Kojima will never work with Konami again. Of course. I'm fine no, with that. Yeah. You know, it seems, yep. like he's, seems like he's getting a budget. Yes. He's, he's, doing he's now, made so. so many friends yep. since with, he's left Konami. Oh, you're right. Very famous Jordan Peele. Yep. Yep. He loves Leia Sado. Was Death Stranding a success? Uh, yeah, I think it turned into one over time and not okay. very amount of, long amount of time. I think it was probably initially underwhelming to Sony that paid for it, and then it kept picking up pace, and the director's cut did well, and the PC version did very well. It has ended up selling, you know, through that early part where it was had a high enough price, 5 million copies, that's pretty good for a new IP. I can't imagine seeing Death Stranding as underwhelming and then over time coming to appreciate it. I don't really No, that's never happened to anybody. I don't think so, no. No, no one was Especially like telling... No. no one would go up to one of the voice actors and say, I think your game's 4 out of 10. Oh, that's that's right. so much more aggressive. <laughs> he <laughs> asked me and I didn't want to tell him. <laughs> Shut up! Asking no, me. I like my version better. No. no. Your I games are very, 4 out of I 10. I felt very bad and then I felt his soul leave when I told him Because he kept asking you, right? Yeah, you did. And then his wife, like, a, her whole demeanor changed. <laughs> it, was very, it was very awkward. I know. I and then me and my heart went over and talked to Helen Mirren. I love that's right. That's right. Her like son worked on the game. Yeah, or you like the music or something. On it. I um, I love that story. Very it's awkward. one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, but now now what would you give it? Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh man, out of ten, I'd give it a. We have uh, to go back. You have to go back and tell. I'd give it an eight point five. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's yeah. a strong game on the WoW scale. Uh, wow. <laughs> It's more like a thinking well. Yeah. Wow. yeah wow. I heard that. The yeah. Consideration in that wow. Think this one. Yeah. Uh, wow. Starfield is getting an M rating because of jetpack sex. Uh, <laughs> the ESRB has rated Starfield. It is M for mature for violence, foul language, sex, and drug use. The violence will feature futuristic guns, lasers, axes, and explosives. As for the sex, expect some suggestive material in the dialogue after sharing a bed with characters. They gave an example of one of the lines. Uh, I'm all for getting a little wild, but next time let's try it without the jetpacks. Wow! Is this like the Days Gone wedding? It feels, like, it feels like the Days Gone wedding. <laughs> um, I promise you to ride you like I do my jetpack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, are we not gonna like it because we're a bunch of like soft pussies or whatever? Yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm <laughs> far too much of a soft pussy to enjoy this game. Absolutely. I mean, we opened the show by eating pastry. That is true. Oh. That is Can't true. argue with that. And doing our friendship pulses. Or yeah. I, okay, listen, I think any sort of video game writing, no matter the best video game writing, out of context in an ESRB thing is going to sound dumb. This sounds fucking dumb. Uh, but we'll see. I'm still ready for Starfield. Choice to use that as the sample. But I, I mean, I think they, at a certain point, they, they, these companies know that they have to like hand them the thing that right. is the most explicit. And if that's the most explicit, all right. Then enough. cool. Yeah, M rating you get. <laughs> uh, last thing here. Uh, this happened last week. We talked a lot about it on Game Us Mornings, but figure we'll cap it off here. Phil Spencer did an interview with Con- Kind of Funny's X-Cast. Uh, he touched on a lot of big topics. Uh, where, where he, the big one that got a lot of talk of the, in the days afterward was a, a phrase, and he said, we're just making get great games, won't change the Xbox console market share. Uh, he was, in, in context, which is, I think, the only way we should really talk about it, because I think it's the fair way, although a lot of people are like, made it sound like he was saying this is why we're not going to make great games and what he was really trying to say is this is why we're not fighting the console war of yore we're not thinking about things of like here's how we're going to be playstation what he really meant is like we're making great games to grow xbox uh but his reasoning was because people aren't going to sell their ps5s even if a starfield comes out and is on 11 out of 10 uh and i think that's probably right his big reasoning was last generation 
was the worst generation to lose because that's when everyone built their digital libraries that have now continued over. And that momentum is impossible to overcome. If you have 50 to 500 games that you've purchased digitally or that you've acquired through PlayStation Plus, is anyone really going to swap? Now, you don't have to swap, but that, that, that he was talking specifically about the market share and winning that battle and being number one. And he's like, we're, we're not thinking about it that way, and that's why. And that's probably correct, right? Yeah, I never thought about it in terms of that like digital library thing. Because like, once you're invested on that level, it's like, well, I want access to my games. Right. It's, yeah. it's like something like I've definitely heard him say something along those lines before. And I'm like, yeah, that, of course, you think about that digital library. It's like, yeah, uh, uh, that's, that explains everything. But having him so explicitly say it, yeah. sure. I think it was kind of eye-opening for a yeah. lot of people. You, you think he hangs out with Don Matrick? I think he, I, I, I bet he's uh, gob- g- given Don Matrick a call maybe once in the last 10 years, <laughs> maybe. <Sure>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be I pretty mean, upset about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, the point you're you're making is that it's like a, a refreshing amount of transparency, right? Well, I, I think. Well, I think that. Um, well, that and the Redfall conversation, right? I yeah. Mean. So there's a there was a lot here. I think that Phil Spencer is good at this, but I think being good at apologizing and being good about being transparent doesn't go a long way. And he said that too. That's why he's good at this because he's like, my words shouldn't mean a lot to you. Uh, he, the next thing I have here is. He's very enthusiastic about the Xbox showcase happening June 11th as part like part of where, where E3 would have been right after Summer Game Fest. Mm-hmm. He's enthusiastic about it, and he immediately followed, up, followed that up by saying, my words shouldn't mean anything to you because after Redfall, we know, I know, that you're going to want to have to get have your hands on the controller before you decide to be excited about anything that we're putting out. And you're right, Phil. That's absolutely true. You're good at understanding that. But at a certain point, being very good at apologizing is not being very good at making video games. Like, what? when does that gap get bridged? When is that going to happen? Maybe it is Starfield. It was not Redfall, though. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Uh, he did apologize for disappointing fans with Redfall, and he did say that Arcane will continue to work on the game, similar to the way that Rare worked on Sea of Thieves. I don't think that's a good idea, but what uh, choice do they have? I mean, I don't. It, it's interesting how much in recent years that we've seen things that had like disastrous launches like have a big time turnaround. Like Destiny had a sure. failure, like that way had all was sorts it a of failure? problems. Dude, at the beginning it was, it was so loop, sparse the, the amount of content. Warm, yeah. It was a lot of grindy. Like people were pissed about Destiny okay. when it came out, and then Sea of Thieves, kind of the same thing. It's like, sure. yeah, just kind of empty, and then they like they really did invest in it. And as far as I understand, it's popular and people like it, mm-hmm. right? Like. But I wonder, like, is the Redfall launch, is that on a different tier of bad launch? Well, think I, think it's a, I think it's this tier system that we're exactly right. Because if you look at it, if, we're, if we be completely the most fair to Microsoft, uh, they have um, uh, Age of Empires. A lot of people playing that. That's a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, Pentiment. That's a good game. Uh, I really liked Hi-Fi Rush. Very good game. Probably could even be considered... Yeah, could even be considered during uh, like to be a triple A game if we want to be fair. They charge thirty dollars for it, but I, I still think it's as good as any other triple A game. But they position it as something less than in a tier below. Redfall is their first seventy dollars game. It was supposed to be. Oh, it was supposed to be like the kickoff into the this, game, yeah. into quarterly major, very high quality releases that they've been talking about wanting to do for a very long time. None of these other games were that. They were something else, which and they're awesome to have, and they are very good at those kinds of games. Microsoft, a couple years ago, had like the highest rating on Metacritic. Very well done. It, wasn't, it was games like Flight Simulator, which I like. I want more of those games. But the question has been and continues to be, can Microsoft compete with the Nintendos and the, and the Sonys on big AAA you know, even the, the biggest budget first player, you know, single first party single player games or first party multiplayer games. And so far, 
that 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 answer to that has been no. Um, I'm trying to think, like in terms of like big first party uh, Microsoft stuff, have they announced the Gears Six? Or no, is it just, no. Yeah. Uh, so okay. yeah, the, the, it was weird for a while. They were working on other things in the meantime while they were getting up to speed with Unreal, and they were going to le- release two other smaller projects. They've canceled both those. They're working on. Excuse me, working on Gear 6 now, uh, but that's still going to take some time. Okay, and then like Halo, it seems like that was ultimately kind of, not a failure, but like people were kind of pissed by the end, right? It was a very good game that did not have anywhere near the content that it needed to be the game that it wanted to be. And so people ended up feeling very bummed out about it. Now, it's in a better place now. For people who stuck with it, that's a very small number, though. It's tough because, like, I feel like PlayStation was always known as having the bigger exclusives and first-party stuff. And, but, you know, Xbox would at least lean on, like, well, we got Halo, we got Gears, you know, in different genre forms yep. and stuff like that. But, like, Halo and Gears, like, Gears has been kind of absent for a bit. Uh, Halo Infinite didn't set the world on fire. Hey, like, Forza Motorsports coming out this year, I bet that's going to be a very good game. But uh, Yeah, but it's for a very specific, like, it can't absolute, be as wide-reaching yeah. as a Halo, you know. I, I mean... It really does all come down to Starfield and this showcase. It, it continues to come down. To, it's been that even before, I, even regardless of Redfall. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, but Redfall, like you said, I think uh, a lot more um, uh, confidence was sort of like injected into uh, Redfall in a way that... It, it had were, to, it had, its shoulders had a burden a lot. Totally. Yeah. And, and in a way that like you, for the longest time, were always feeling this like acquisition-hungry company... Finally, maybe going to have like a big W under their belt. A big W for because like they put out Deathloop and that was pretty good, but that was for another system. That was yeah for everyone. So, yeah. um, all right, came out on PlayStation. Uh, it was right, a PlayStation first, exclusive, first. which is just like oh, the dumb, a, the luck there. Right, right. Like right. the timing really worked against them on a lot of this 100%. stuff. I mean, Ghostwire Tokyo did not pan out sure. really the way anyone wanted to, but you know, I, it, I mean, it's I just. I'd rather play that than Redfall, I think. Right. Will Starfield be on PS5 or is it no. exclusive? So it's it is straight exclu- up. Like, so Elder Scrolls and Starfield, are they both, like, they will not be on other systems? Uh, they will. They are definitely exclusive. Yes. Wow. So okay, what happened, huge. they did the math. Uh, this is something that, like, was a point of contention, but they, they never said that those things wouldn't be exclusive for, like, the acquisition, the new one with Activision. But um, they did the math, and when they looked at it, they said that while we will make less money from not having these games on PlayStation. Uh, the amount of money that we get from sort of using these as promotional materials for Game Pass, saying, hey, it's exclusive to wherever yeah, Game Pass right. is, yeah. is That's worth it. That, yeah. That's it, huge. It balances out. And um, I think they're probably right, uh, especially if Starfield is anywhere near a success of a Fallout, let alone a, 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 you know, Sky, a Skyrim, a $25 million seller that continues to be one of the top-played games on Steam. Yeah. That's kind of crazy thing about like saying that uh, Skyrim is twenty five. Is that across everything? Yes, but it's probably like all it, those different versions and everything. 25? It's honestly, it's probably higher than that now. But it was like twenty five million a couple years ago. I know it goes back to what we were talking about with Nintendo. But like, I, I think of Skyrim and I think of like one of the juggernauts. Twenty five, anything modern. over twenty five million is a juggernaut. To be fair, like we were listing like yes. a bunch of Switch stuff. I mean, that was like that's very, crazy. I mean, yeah, nothing is fifty million. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. And right, right. Nothing is Animal Crossing forty two million during the pandemic. Listen, you're right. Nintendo is in a league of its own, uh, but we. Let, I don't want to get in a world where we are ascribing uh, uh, like 25 million as something. That, 25 million. Is no, that's the thing. I, when I think of Skyrim, I think of like one of the biggest yes. success. Stories. And you're right. Like you're the right last too. 15 fucking years. You're of right video too. Games, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Yes. What about like a GTA? Where's a GTA at? Uh, that's like 80, 90, 100, oh, okay. 100 million or something like that. Okay, so that's yeah, I don't up know. There, See, up there. like the horizon. I just of... saw the number. What is it? Yeah, can you say what? It's like 100, 120 million now. Uh, uh, 175. Oh, 175. What about like Red Dead 2? What about Red Dead 2? Uh, that's that like 50 so million. Boring. Why would anyone play that? <laughs> that's like 50 million or something now, I 50. think. Yeah. Okay. What a failure. <laughs> 
Do, give I'm, it time. I'm, I'm when it comes to PC, oh, it already came to PC, but give it time and you'll come around on it. Just ah, like you did Death Stranding. Uh, I, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Well, you don't I like it either. It's a bad game. I no. hate it. It's a bad game. Really? It's a game. Am I the only one that likes Red Dead Redemption yeah. yeah. 2 is a game that's ashamed to be in a video game and that yep. is yep. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like that. It's not fun to play. I'm not saying we have to do this now. We can't do it now. No, of course not. We're running out of time. But like, I feel like at some point we have to just talk about. Sure, we can. I'll talk about it. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not a freak who'll defend that game uh, and die on a hill for it. But like, I found. I'm just uh, hard to play. I enjoy being in that world. I don't enjoy it. Not good to be. The thing is, I love cowboys. Too. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are a I, 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 oh, yeah, totally. I'm, kick ass. I yeah. love Rockstar games. I yeah. love GTA. I, Red Dead 1 was my favorite game of that fucking generation. Can I just say that it you just didn't care only... that I was trying to play it? It exactly. had no interest it wants in me to be at all. a fucking prestige the only... film or something. Yeah. And that, yeah. I feel like you're the only three people I and know. And you like... assembled us. Yeah. yeah. I, feel like I yeah. don't. Get them. <laughs> We're in your house. This is our house. Is this an intervention? My name's on the dude now. Oh my God. Is my identity Come in. You're the Red Dead 2 guy. Uh, that is, that's it for the news. Uh, <laughs> I'm handing this show back over to Jan. Thanks for your guys' time. I appreciate that. Uh, fantastic. I just really love Cowboys. Yeah. yeah Ennio Morricone soundtracks. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Spaghetti uh, Westerns. I'll Hang watch a Man. Kevin Costner Western. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll go that far right I'm going to go that like... far. Uh, Hangman Adam Page is oh, a cool course, cowboy. Of yes. Uh, the first season of Westworld was good. The uh, first season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything else afterwards. <laughs> uh, but we're going to take a quick break break and uh talk about you know spin drift oh you know just our <laughs> i'm gonna our, chug some water uh just chug some water we're gonna hydrate or dehydrate perhaps throw some liquid four into our own drinks and everything yeah. oh, baby. and then we'll read some emails and read some shout outs all right right after emails emails give me the emails so i can read them dan you had the first email yeah email i just got while i was in the bathroom uh it says Hi there. Congratulations. You've officially completed your first day at Red Ventures. <laughs> Insert Super Mario level up sound here. <laughs> and I've got uh, my one-stop shop for all our I think you should questions. Oh, man, I got my onboarding hub. Man, I can't wait to work for Red Ventures. <laughs> Do they just have, like, AI write that email? I, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Should I be worried about this? Are I mean, they like stealing I said, me? It could not happen to a more paranoid person. <laughs> Why am I um, getting this? I don't I know. know. They're kidnapping you. <laughs> like, it just goes to show you, like how you know, automated and fucking you know, vulnerable to mistake that stuff. Probably, sure, is. yeah. I didn't hear anything. Uh, if you're no longer with the company, like uh, it's been fun. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah right. we'll figure it out. Marty, welcome aboard. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Well, you know, it's, it's it seems fine. Uh, <laughs> seems okay. There we go. Everything seems fine. <laughs> All right. First email comes from KB from Illinois. Hey, hiya, duders. On a previous episode, you talked about how there aren't, there isn't many Horizon people. <laughs> Even though I like the games, I also find it odd Sony is trying to push it so hard. I am a business consultant in my mid thirties. In an awkward silence during a meeting today, I asked what everyone did over the weekend. One of the directors said they took their kids to see the Mari movie and talked about how nostalgic it was. When he asked if anyone else had seen it, my boss replied with, "No." I'm a Horizon guy. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. I wish I could see that Me as a too. sketch, right? Me too. My boss is married and in his late 30s. He's typically swamped at work and complains that he rarely gets away from work. I just finished up my third playthrough on the hardest difficulty so I wouldn't have to finish up uh, like the Platinum Trophy before the DLC. I would have never guessed he had played a game in the last decade, let alone bragging about his Platinum Trophy. Well, guess there are Horizon people out there 
I would have never guessed it would be my boss. P.S. I asked what else he had played, and he said his recent favorites were Stray and Untitled Goose Game. Okay, well, so weird, he redeemed I, himself. I was about to say that, like, I think there is a certain type of gamer that, like, takes uh, graphics above all else. Not, yeah. Wow, look how this looks. But, like, it's an Untitled Goose Game. That's not like a... I, yeah, but Untitled Goose Game was very was much very the mainstream. flavor du jour. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it overflowed into, like, a mainstream <laughs> It definitely, yes. I mean, was it, like, Beyonce playing it or something? Oh. Like, yeah. Sure, that sounds right. Um, I think, you know... I think I know what you were also going to say, where it's like, I do know some of, like, Horizon people who, like... I'm like, yeah, you would like that. No, but you, not, I don't, but, know, I don't but know who you're referring to. I'm not, I'm not pointing at you. I'm just saying, like, friends of mine, you know, like, oh, okay. my, like my Call of Duty. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the way I think about it is, like, for instance, uh, we got a code uh, a month ago or whatever for the new DLC. Where it's like, oh, it's the Burning Shores or whatever. And we only cover stuff that we're interested in. So I got the code and I asked the Slack, like, hey, who's interested in Horizon? Uh, who wants this code? And it was like, remember when Homer asked if anyone had seen Tron? And it just goes from person, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I mean, it was none of us give a shit. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, they're they're selling well. Yeah, the, and that game's uh, yeah, sure, it's yeah. fine. Like it's yeah, again, it's I think it's become more of like a punchline. I, now. Yeah, yeah. For, um, definitely for us. I yeah. think that I think you're right. There is a group of gamers out there that are not definitely not almost like casual, but they're like they get into games for like the technology side of it. They yeah. be oud and odd. Yeah, they're and like, that, I got this new TV and it looks really cool. Yes, like, and that's yeah. a game that's going to look wow oh, on a new TV. Yeah. So I, I will say this: seeing the original what. Using a fork on a can of, of seltzer. The, the tab didn't do it enough. Uh, I will say I don't. I can't recall you dumb dumb. The shock in your voice was weird. I don't think I've. I don't think I um, had a game like really make an unbelievable first impression on me like that original Horizon did. I remember there were like these closed door meetings with Gorilla, and they showed oh, that at, thing. At E3 and it was fucking yeah. blew me the yeah. fuck away, and I was just like. Wow, but I mean, like Herman Holst was in a lot of those meetings, and he was like pretty cool about. It. He was like a cool guy I, to talk to about it. Totally, and stuff. I was yeah. buying whatever they were selling. They, you know, they showed like a a takedown of like one of the Tyrannosaurus looking yeah. ones, and it was like holy shit! I was like, what are we? What am I looking at? Uh, and then you know, everything else happened. But uh, well, look, that that first game is fine, you know. Aside from the, I just I, I do find them the to be boring. But yeah. I know there's a lot of people who don't. I, I think it happens. I think there's a mainstream that we are not clued into. Yeah, we, I mean, oh, I, a thousand percent. Right. right. I, I, it always reminds me of um, like being surprised listening to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. And the host started yeah. talking about how much he likes The Last of Us. And he's like, man, I wish there were any other game like that. And people would recommend him stuff. And he's like, nothing's like that. And I kind of only like The Last of Us. And I think there's probably a similar flavor of people who are like showing up to Horizon like that. I can't wait for five years, all of us to get super duper into Horizon, like yeah. we did with Fortnite. Right. We have a Horizon podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, why didn't anyone tell us it was good? Yeah. <laughs> Abby it's Summer not just, like trying. screaming. Sure, no, I, I played a, I, I, I played like 25, 30 hours the first one. Yeah, I, I finished four the first hours one. the next one. I finished the first one. I think if there's a way that the second... I think the the onboarding for the second one was so rinse and repeat, oh. and it, I... It made me, it turned me off so fast. Same. Uh, there's probably like a right way to do it that scratches all the itches that uh, I, I, I think games scratching. like that have to serve so many masters yeah. of being so broadly appealing because they are so expensive to make that I, I find that's the stuff that because like, you know, I, I spent the beginning of this episode talking about Shadows of Doubt, a game that feels like it was made for me. Yeah. There are games out there that feel like they're made for me. I'm not, I really am not going to gravitate to anything that feels like it was made for everybody. Totally. It's, the, the, today, it's just not going to happen. I mean, 
Uh, yeah, it's the hipster. I, I don't think you play as much, yes. me, but like Fortnite, mm-hmm. like you, there was a period where you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I can enjoy good games regardless. But it's like if if it feels if I get that sense that's just like this thing does feel like it's just trying to be, you know, pleasant. Just every edge sanded down. Yeah, and, yeah, and I think, honestly, I do think Horizon is a game that has most of its edges sanded oh, down, and yeah. anywhere where an edge remains, they have Aloy there telling you how to get around the edge. I, yeah, I don't think there's anything it excels at beyond technical. stuff. You know, the rest is serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day who I was eyeballing at like a decade older than me talking about how much they loved Fortnite. Like no builds the best. I'm like, they're, they're right. I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, I can't really speak to too much beyond that. Uh, but that's amazing. And the attack on Titan gear. It's great. Yeah. Loves it. That's what I hear. You know, anyway, very good. All right. Okay, next email comes from Jeff from Connecticut. Hey, bob I'm turning 40 this coming Tuesday, May nice. 9th. Nice. Happy birthday! Happy birthday today. Happy birthday. And was hoping for a simple shout-out. Well, there you go. Uh, I followed Bacalar's journey to his 40th last year, and it helped ease the sting a bit, as I'm oh. also a Jeff from the East Coast with similar musical leanings and general frustrations. Okay. If I have time to ask a question as well, then what is a positive change you've consciously made in your adult life? Oh. <laughs> Mine has been to be more brave, so I went out and got my first tattoos, Final Fantasy VII, Xenogears, and Cowboy Bebop, and took my first trip out west and visited San Francisco to play music and soak up Jan's lovely city. Text me when you get home. Love ya. Jeff from Connecticut. I love that. Sent from my codec. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Uh, you know, I think I had a turning forward. I had a very unhealthy relationship with the number 40. Um, and I think it's uh, silly that sure. I behave that way. Um, I think a lot of the stuff that I would tell uh, myself if I could go back is sort of just like just fucking enjoy yourself now, like live in the moment and be very present. Yeah, it's hard, though. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, of course. And, like, that's basically what you learn uh, in therapy, or at least what you talk about in therapy. But, yeah, like, doing that is very hard. It's a lot easier said than done. Um, And, like, continue to do what makes you happy, for sure. Uh, Unless it's... (laughs) Unless it is actively damaging you, which... You don't always know, uh, but hopefully someone in your life is uh, loving enough to tell you if it is. And yeah, I think uh, that's really the basics, you know, that's, that's the basics I have. Um, I, you know, I think turning 40, I would get discouraged playing hockey with people who literally twice my age asking me what college I go to. And (laughs) while that's funny, it's also a bit depressing and that's fine. Um, But yeah. It's all, I think the biggest takeaway is just being able to live in the moment. Yeah, I think a uh, big positive change was when I recognized that things I couldn't control, I needed to stop worrying about yep. them. And it was uh, definitely during the last eight political years where I was like, you know what? Political news is, I, I've not been able to do almost anything about it ever. So I need to cut it out. And, uh, and now I, I, I've gotten to a point where I've mostly trained myself so I can read a news story mm-hmm. and not as long as I'm not engaging with it on, on Twitter, I'm, I am <clears throat> usually able to be like, okay, this is something it's knowledge I now have. I can't do anything about it, but I'm glad that I, I was enriched by this knowledge. It is time to move on with my day and go engage in something that I can't control. It helps to have kids with that stuff. Cause it's like, well, I can go help a human being right now with something and help them learn something. So that becomes a very easy, like, okay, I can go spend time with them. Uh, but even, even before like that was an option, I was beginning to like drift away from that stuff. And that was very helpful to my 
a mental state. I'm much happier now yeah. than when I was engaged with that stuff constantly. Yeah. Um, it, it's tough. No, like, you're not 40. <laughs> oh, 40. <yes. laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, as far as just going back in time, it's, it's tough because, like, I feel like, you know, one of the things I've really worked hard on the last few years is, like, like you said, like backing away from social media and not getting consumed by it and, you know, setting limits and stuff like that. But I feel like if I went back to myself when, like, my career was starting and stuff, I don't know if that advice plays really. Because no. It's like, it, without that, I don't befriend Alex, Jeff, and Ryan. I don't wind up yes. here. I don't move. I don't meet. So it's like, you know, it, a lot of things happen because of it. But I maybe I, I feel like I should have started weaning away from it earlier, I guess, because I don't think it's good. I, I think it's, health, it's important know? to recognize that you can turn it into a work. Like, it, you, you be, oh, yeah. You've yeah. got to, like, just play a character on social media, which is where, I, where I'm at, where, like, the person I am on social media is just shooting off goofs nonstop, sure. and that is not the real me at all. You never shoot goofs. Uh, no, never, no, don't, no. don't shoot the goofs. <laughs> I, I, and so it's like it's easier for me to disassociate from that stuff very quickly in a way mm-hmm. that I would have struggled when it was like, no, I actually am just, this is my entertainment, I'm spending time on here. That's, yeah. it's like, you need to make it work for you, and that's what, that, and that's true, it, it really will help. I, I'm absolutely the same way. I would not have this job if it was not mm-hmm. for being on social media. And so that's why I don't, I'm not, I'm not someone who's like, oh, I'm quitting social media, I'm not gonna do that. Right. I'm, but I'm at a place where I don't need to, because I'm much happier, because I found a way to make it work yep. for me. Yep. Yeah. I think the easy one is, and I'm sure anyone can relate, is like, go back in time to when you're 20, 25, or whatever, and like, instilling and learning healthy habits in terms of like not just mental stuff but you know like physical stuff you know like as i'm approaching 40 and like just feeling like all the stuff start to kind of break down a little bit it's just like man i just wish i would have learned some stuff about like eating right or like extra just like base level maintenance stuff yeah when you're 20 and your body can fucking like you know like change quickly to it rather than now it's like fucking turning an aircraft carrier around you know it's uh that that would have been helpful yep absolutely yeah yeah go outside touch grass it's mm-hmm. not a, a goof. Yeah, uh, walk. Mm-hmm. Just walk more and drink more water. There yes. you go. That's yes. a hydrate, hydrate. Uh, or dehydrate. Uh, yeah, I think in general, I was gonna say like, mm, I think I really bought into like hustle culture, work all the time. Like in my early twenties, and I feel and I feel like some of that kind of bit me in the butt in terms of like, oh well, I don't keep in touch with everyone anymore. But then with that same tip, it's kind of like, well, if I didn't do all that, I wouldn't be here now. So it's like r- finding a through line there of like taking care of yourself yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very easy in your twenties, yeah. I think to fall into that. Yeah. Because I mean, because it's like, that's, what choice do you have under the system we live under? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I also think you are in a physical situation in your life where you yeah. have a ton of energy and you're just sort of like, yes. yeah, you're made to be exploited. Like that's yeah. what I thought. That's how 100%. I felt my twenties. Like, yep. Yeah. But I, I feel like some people, like if you enjoy it, like I, I, I'm not anti like hustle culture. I don't know what the hustle culture is, but like, I like doing a million things at once. Yes. I like having yeah. a million projects. Yeah. You like doing that's it. That's the thing. I'm enjoying yes. it. And I also take time for the things that are important, yeah. you know, mental health and relationships and all that stuff. But I fucking love doing a ton of shit. But I wouldn't know? say that's hustle culture. I is feel like not, that's like that you different? really just, embr- that's, yeah. that's just life. And that's good work sure. ethic. Just, it's different than what's you're the, just so what life is like when you say like hustle culture. It's like you, you know putting your nose to the grindstone, like doing a million hours of OT, uh, always uh, like, saying yes to everything. Yes. yes. Oh no, you have Picking, to say no. To, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. hustle culture is always saying yes to everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like okay. putting work in front of like your health. Right. Oh. Okay. And I definitely no, in the twenties. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's again though. You're right. Like if I hadn't done that, I know the people that were right next to me at the same time that didn't say yes to everything and keep going. And it's like that's completely unfair because they were also hard workers. Yeah. And just like. I would be the person that would be easy to talk to because I would always say yes. And it was it's detrimental. It's it's tough to balance out. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
treat don't treat that as like that was not a point of pride it was a learning experience of like how can i make sure that the people i send the ladder back to down to behind me that i recognize that they're trying to respect their own time and i don't force them to have to say yes to everything yes so i think learn from your own experience is like the big thing mm-hmm. there yeah yeah also just take care of yourself yeah 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 be your best friend like that should be number one above any kind of work or you know hustle or anything like that yeah. it's just yeah health yeah. also school may not be for everyone folks if you totally. feel like you're yeah. putting your nose to the grindstone in a university maybe you don't i, w- I really wish i would have learned to become an electrician instead of or like, just half-ass it and get yeah. the degree yeah like but if you were into anything <laughs> so like one-tenth acid yeah like media production wise like you can learn all of it online now yep you know youtube YouTube, University of YouTube. Uh, I've actually started to model my life uh, after the Sage the Gemini song, Gas Pedal. I just want to read a couple lyrics. Please. Slow down, grab the wall, wiggle like you're trying to make your ass fall off. Sure. Hella thick, I want to smash them all now. Speed up, gas pedal. (laughs) Goddamn right. It was a Dylan originally, right? Yeah. 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 No, I think the Book of Matthew, I think, actually. Yeah. Shake your ass. Jeff Grubb wrote in the document, Happy Piccolo Day. Yes, Happy Piccolo Day, everybody. Why is it Piccolo Day? Because May 9th shall forever be remembered as Piccolo Day. Why? Uh, I think because Piccolo did some dope shit on May 9th. He always does. He blew up the moon. That's probably probably what it was. Okay. All right. Last email comes from... uh, Grubb, you in the email document? Yeah. Can you read that name at the very bottom? Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Not not Blake from... Oh, this one, right? Okay. Yes, Sageth from Perth, Australia. Sageth. There we go. Say it as fast as you can. Sageth. 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 Hi, Bombers. First time, long time. Been here since on the spot days. I'm breaking my silence as I listen to the Comic Sans slander on episode 787. Sure, 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 sure. Comic Sans is a well-designed font. Yes. With as much care and attention put into it as the well-designed serif that self-proclaimed font pervert Jerf creams himself of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, and that's a great sentence. Number one, <laughs> number two, Comic Sans is like the crayon of fonts and crayons rule. Sure, can I say crayons? Is that better? Crayons? I said crayons. I grew up crayons. saying crayons. Oh, I grew up right. saying crowns, and I got corrected to crayons. Crowns? I said crowns until I was like crowns fifteen. Crowns is just not. This yeah. is a different word. I mean, that's... no, I, learned, I, I fixed it. Yeah, good. Crayons. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, I understand the hate to an extent. It's definitely misused, overused, but I liked the look of it. And as someone trying to convey, this is totally chill in a soul-sucking corporate environment using the fonts they have available, (laughs) even though it ends up having the opposite effect. (laughs) So it's not Comic Sans' fault. It's the people. It's the uses of it. Yeah, the way it's used. Yeah. I look forward to the day I can use Comic Sans on a project. I'm a graphic designer. I humbly request... That some respect be placed on Comic Sans' name and a big F you to the Jackass designer who tried to improve it with Comic Sans 2. They made a sequel? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. You can sequel a font? Yeah, why you not? You can sequel anything. What? The Beatles 2. Uh, <laughs> love y'all. Can we be the Beatles 2? Yeah, we're the Beatles Can we too. change our name to the Beatles 2? I think we already did. I get to be the George. <laughs> George 2. Yeah, I'm George 2. Yeah. Love y'all. Kiss. Let's all just be Georges. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, George 2, 3, four, and 5. Four George Harrisons would be fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so angry all the time. The life swapping would be out of control. <laughs> be very haggard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love y'all. Kiss on the cheek to everyone, respectfully, and a special Comic Sans flavored kiss on the cheek to Bacalar. Keep up the gr- keep up the great work, Sageth from Perth, Australia. Very sweet. Thanks, Thank Sageth. you for the email. I think um, you know. I remember when Comic Sans first came on the scene. Uh, I was a young font boy sure. in middle school, and uh, I saw it. We were so innocent. We were so we were just innocent men, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just normal innocent men. Oh, and I used it in a in an essay because I 
like discovered it and I was like this <laughs> this ex- this looks how I want to sound. <laughs> I think this is cool. Fuck you Times New Roman. Uh <laughs> there's a new there's a new boss in town and I used it a lot and then uh many decades later it just got repurposed and that it, they are right, right? Like it's the use it's the use cases that has taken Comic Sans into like the nether realm. Mm-hmm. And the font itself is not bad. It's fine, but like it has become the sort of like scapegoat like the email says for like corporate, you know, mandate. If, if I got a very serious work email from a superior, like not even like from the Ubecler, but from like someone like several levels above you and it was like kind of bad news and they wrote it in Comic Sans, I might kill them. I'd be like, I'd be like, what an actual psycho. Yeah, I might kill them, actually. What an actual let me, psycho. Let me check my Red Ventures onboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that's Times. Okay, okay. Yeah. Times New Roman. Yeah, that's well, pretty messed up, I mean, too. They are, that is a pretty <laughs> Comic Sans-esque company. Um, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I, you, would, you would take someone for a psycho. You'd be like, oh, my God, this person... Could could kill anyone. Yep, I'd know? be scared. I'd be scared, and have, we have to do something. This to stop serial me. killer will be activated, and that's it. Yep. Uh, all right, we get. We're almost done with the show, so let's get to the shoutouts. Shoutouts are found on the growing Google Doc, and I regret <laughs> the ever-growing ev- Google Doc. I regret God. it every week. I should stop this. I have the power to stop this. But mm-hmm. special shoutouts to the Bacalar family, Aww. the Bacalar family's table, Jan for setting up the tech. Dan for watching Jan set up the tech. <laughs> Jer for having enough mics and or Jan bringing more mics. Pinball machines. Brave men and women in great clips. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Basking sounds together. The chandelier. My aunt who, uh, who beat lung cancer. Parker Posey. My cat Misha. Two dark stream last night. Mom's everywhere. Mommy's everywhere. Dommy's everywhere. It's Mother's Day on Sunday, by the way. Anime. Smart Pizza. New York City's best pizza. The Furries. Marty. The bestest boy. Dogs at the head of the table. Walking on two legs. David Hasselhoff. People should play Fugo. Melodies of Steel. Don't keep adding to this. Wikifeet.com, the Dell keyboard everyone owns, but nobody knows why or where it came from. Diamond Dogs, <laughs> bound up. Oh, Dope no. fades, having hair, being bald. Rubbin Z. Okay, come on now. David Hasselhoff again. This is. Uh, that, was, that was a dirty one. Um, <laughs> Boo, the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, fuck the Blackhawks. Uh, Doll Keys. Oh, Okay. Big beautiful bagels, Jan. <laughs> the Ad- Edmonton Oilers, they need it. Cookies and cream, ice cream sandwiches. Dan's bladder. Remember to forget your uh, cancel your Fortnite cruise up. Okay, I do. Shout out to uh, Dragon Bladder, by the way. <laughs> Some fucking papaya. Tommy Oof dot Wave Tellerico. Jan's colored cable management. Grubs milky thighs. E. Jean Carroll podcast pups. Pregnant Zelda. Red Dead intervention. JPEG Mafia. Yeah, okay. I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells like I like to kiss my own butt. <laughs> Comic Sans 2049, Pig Venus, Jan for reading all these shouts, Horizon Forbidden West, these jorts have cum stains on them. Oh, Stop Jesus. It. <laughs> uh, and that has been the Giant Bombcast, everyone. Woo! This is great. Thanks this for having us in your home, dog. It's my pleasure. This has been fantastic. Thank this you. great. Thank you for coming out. Great. Guy. Yeah, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, really glad we did this. Yeah. Definitely. Makes yeah. me makes me want a big old cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> big Ooh, time. Yeah. The big time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mean Gene. Mean Gene. Big old steamboat. cup of coffee. <laughs> Needs a big old cup of coffee in the morning. Marty, send us out. Hi. Hi.